Okay. Okay, here we go. Woo! I am he and you are he and you are me and we are all together. See how they run like pigs from a gun, see how they fly. I'm crying, sitting on a cornflake, waiting for the van to come. Corporation t-shirts, super bloody Tuesday, man you've been a naughty boy, you let your face grow long. I am the Eggman, they are the Eggman. I am the walrus, cuckoo-cachoo, Mr. Policeman, policeman sitting pretty, policeman, policeman in a row. See how they fly like Lucy in the sky, see how they run. I'm crying, I'm crying, I'm crying, I'm crying. Yellow mother custard, dripping from a dead dog's eye. Corporation fishwife, pornographic priestess Boy, you've been a naughty girl, you let your knickers down I am the Eggman You are the Eggman I am the walrus Cuckoo-cachoo Oh, wait Sitting in an English garden waiting for the sun If the sun don't come and get you turned from standing in the English rain I am the Eggman You are the Eggman I am the walrus Cuckoo-cachoo
Jazz Attention Deficit Order, Season 17, Episode 17. Woo! We're back, guys. Yeah. Are we? Yep, a couple people blew their fingers off. Uh, a fight broke out in Disneyland because we were gone. I don't know what's happening over there. Not on Earth anymore. Uh, they bu- they're busting billionaires for child pornography. A lot of stuff's going on, guys. Good. Fuck that. All, all because we were gone. All because we were gone. Well, maybe we should go away more often so more of these fucking child molesters will get I know, caught, fucking sent to prison. Yeah, guys, what's up? We're just celebrating. Woo! What's up, guys? We're back. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened because we were gone. Sorry about that. That's what happens the week we're gone. Shit goes down. But, you know, always. 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 Woo! Yeah! Attention Deficit Order, Season 17, Episode 17. Uh, year 8 we're starting now, right? Is that right? Starting year nine, we finished year eight. Though. Oh, we finished year eight. Starting year nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. I should have sung number nine. Oh, well, dude, <laughs> you know, missed opportunity. Oh, well, whatever. I tried. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, man. Woo! We're back, guys. It's time to celebrate. Almost, man. What's wow. up? I said we're almost a decade doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! And we're still in the same place, baby. Woo! Fuck you. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I said you are. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, as far as podcasting goes. Not as our lives. Right. Our lives have changed drastically in nine years, but... Yeah. <laughs> Both of ours. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, you got remarried. I got divorced. Yeah. So, what's up, guys? Woo! Huh? I don't... What is that? What? what are we doing? What? We're hanging out listening to some fucking rare earth, motherfucker. Yeah. What's your white guys acting black? Come on. Well, huh? I said that describes so many bands. I know. Well, we're we're just uh, celebrating our uh, eighth year, man, of doing this shit, and going into our ninth year, guys. Number nine, almost into the triple digits. Uh, yeah, four hundred and one episodes now. Oh well, yeah, we've been in triple digits episode count wise for a while. But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I mean, almost I, double digits in uh, podcasting years. Yeah, which is like fucking dog years, dude. We're like 700. What? 700 what? Years old. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. 700 year old. Uh, Okay, so I have like four movies because, you know, I went to four movies over the two weeks that we were gone. We were gone for two? No, we were gone for a week. Yeah. I have some some interesting news. What? What? I actually saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, hold on. Okay, do you want to rate it now? Now you do your thing, and I'll do that next, because uh-huh. I have a feeling I know which one you're going to rate first. What? Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, 
Oh, you saw Into the Spider Verse. I'm like, I'm like, is yeah. this the new one? Yeah, <laughs> I saw uh, Far From Home too. Did you? I saw two Spider-Man movies in the space of two weeks. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, we'll go over those later. But I'm going to yeah. go over uh, real quick the top five movies of June. Top five movies of June. We're into July now. I saw a bunch of movies in June. Uh, these are the top five. Everyone goes, oh, let's, let's do our, our top ten so far this year. I'm doing top five every month that I remember to do it. <laughs> that's to keep it <laughs> yeah I'm doing it every month I remember to do it I'm not doing everyone right now is doing their top 10 of the year so far well yeah because like it's about halfway over so that kind of makes sense but well yeah so, no I, I don't have time for that shit you know I have time for top uh, it, five I was going to say you have time to do top five every month that you remember it yes <laughs> but not top 10 End of the year, everyone's like, okay, these are my top ten. You know, everyone's, uh, well, the people I follow on Twitter, all the film Twitter people, uh, they're like, okay, these are my top ten, this is my top ten. I don't, I don't uh, participate. I haven't been participating at all on Twitter, really. I've just been more or less just uh, watching people. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'll retweet stuff here and there and comment on stuff. But mm-hmm. I won't, like, conversate. Really, I won't be like, oh, that's cool, dude, totally. You're being antisocial? On social media? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, if I see something cool, I'll retweet it. Uh-oh. Here we go, guys. 16 minutes ago, Rip Torn has died. What? Yep. No, really? Oh man. This is what I'm getting from, uh, yes, it's top, uh, Rip Torn, the producer, Larry Sanders, just dies at 88. Rip Torn. Okay, here we go. We have to do the Larry Sanders show, Death Whistle. God damn it, Rip Torn. Do we? What? Yeah, it's, an, it's a breaking news, dude. Okay, what is it? How did he die? Uh, let me look. They probably haven't announced it yet. Mm, do your thing. I've got to re- I've got oh. a scan. Okay, T-H-E-M-E, theme song. There we go, guys. Here we go. In honor of uh, Rip Torn Dies 88, guys. In five, four, three, two. That's not it. John Lovitz. Okay, that's a different one. Hold on. Here we go. But uh, I really can't stay. I'm actually off to the post office to pick up a package. I think it's uh, another book from my. No, the Larry Sanders show. Sorry. uh, I think of the Gary (laughs) Shane. Now I I want to hear the Gary Sandling show theme one. Here we go. Hold on, Rip Torn. Sorry. But uh, I really can't stay. I'm actually off to the post office to pick. That's right. I read. What is that so about it, too? Did you just take a look? If I would write his theme Let's take a look This is the theme to Gary show The theme to Gary show Gary Okay, we did this already Okay would... <clears throat> Alright, so Oh my gosh, what are you doing? <clears throat> I have no clue, but Rip Torn died in his sleep Peacefully, apparently Oh, nice Yeah, that's the right way to go, bud Alright, <clears throat> well, Rip Torn, uh, rest in peace 
Okay, so back to top five. <laughs> <laughs> top five. Oh. Side. There hey, go. guys, there's no easy transition out of death. So we're just going to move on. Our hearts go out to the family. You know. Right? So, okay. Top five. Movies of June. Rip Torn is in none of these. <laughs> yeah, don't think Number- he's back for a while. <clears throat> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> That's his best line. Seriously. <laughs> well, he was good as the fucking, what was it, Z or fucking whatever in uh, Men in Black 1 and 2. No, he was great as Larry Sanders' manager in the Gary Shandling show. I didn't watch it too much, but the parts I saw, yeah, he was good. He's the, a- the uh the the yeah the larry sanders show starring gary shanley mm-hmm. it's this not confusing is... at all well that that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i know okay here we go number five i better make sure i'm still recording oh god if it's not recording i'm dead okay here we go number five with a bullet now um always be my maybe did you watch that? Not yet. It's on Netflix. Funny. Keanu Reeves. Funny. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, Asian comedy. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Okay. Number four. Last Black Man in San Francisco. Uh, shot beautifully. Uh, looks cool. A little slow in the middle. But, you know, they get to the point. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, and the... Um, were they? Yeah, they're, it's good acting and good directing. It's a first-time director, I believe, and his first feature film. So, okay, number three, uh, Child's Play. I thought it was funny. You know, what do you think about uh, whatever? Um, I seen it. Uh, number two, uh, I'd say is uh, I Am Mother on Netflix. And uh, number one, Shaft. (laughs) Woo! Right? Come on. If you say so. I'll give you a little uh, theme song from Shaft. Oh, whoops. It's hooked onto my Google Play. Hold on. Uh, Well, number one, Shaft. (laughs) You know the theme song, everybody. Come on. No, you don't know it. Now you know it. There we go, guys. Now we're back on. The number one movie, uh, back to black exploitation humor, uh, nudity, using the word nigga every left and right, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get laid all the time by his ex-wife, or is it, yeah, it's his ex-wife, yeah, just hilarious, man. You'll like it when you when it comes out on VOD. Watch it. It has all three generations of Shaft. One's a nerd. And two are from the ones from the 80s and ones from the 70s, so. Or from the 90s, I don't know. But yeah. Shaft, guys, number one. Okay, so. Worst movies of June. Number five, Ma. Number four, MIB International. Number three, Murder Mystery. Number two, Anna. And number one, The Dead Don't Die. 
<laughs> that movie's movie. getting shit on by every podcast I listen to that talks about movies. Yeah, it's just it's horrible, man. And I like his other two films. I like uh, what uh, not what we do in the shadows. Um, only, only the o- only lovers left alive, which is a great vampire flick, and it like I, I rated it here a while ago, like where they delve into um, like how one of the vampires was literally Shakespeare's ghost writer. Uh, another vampire was basically smarter than um, he figured out uh, uh, perpetual energy or whatever the fuck you know what I mean. Perpetual motion? Yeah, he figured out perpetual motion. He has a perpetual motion machine, so he never has to pay for energy anymore. He has like a small box under his house. Uh, yeah. He, he like helped um, uh, Tesla and all these other... Yeah, so it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, only lovers left alive. Vampires, guys. <clears throat> I've not seen that one. It's weird. It's slow. Okay, and... Uh, but you'll you'll everyone will like it because Loki's the vampire. Okay, so <laughs> really, yeah, he looks like a vampire anyway. Number two, <laughs> Anna. Oh, number one, dun, dun, dun. okay. Number five, soundtracks, guys. Top five <laughs> soundtracks. When they see us, um, what's the other one? God damn it. I'm missing it. Okay, when they see us, it's all right. It was a rap. Number four, Anna. Number three, Chicago Ill. You know what that is? No. Watch the first episode. It's on uh, YouTube for free, guys. Meh. It's good. I've got too much to fucking catch up on, man. That's my problem right now. It's only 20 minutes. Okay, uh, Chicago Ill. Number two, you can watch it on the shitter. Number two, Shaft and number one, guys. Uh, here we go. Uh, what song shop? I'll pick this one. I'll pick this one. Boom. Annabelle comes home. Number one soundtrack of June over Shaft. Shaft was a close second. Um, but no, when they see us. Uh, almost one. No, um, Anna. Hey, it was a little too technical, but you know, this this month is gonna be hardcore for soundtracks. We got Quentin Tarantino. We got Lion King. Uh, Spider-Man soundtrack was pretty good. Um. Uh, what's the other soundtrack? Uh, yeah. That one was pretty good. Um, yeah. We got Crawl soundtrack coming up. We got... Uh, oh. Um, the Art of Self-Defense soundtrack. <laughs> uh, we got... I don't know. I got my uh, Hobbs and Shaw tickets, guys. So the world's safer. Uh, you those, ready for Black Superman? Oh yeah, those went on sale. Those went uh, fucking sold out pretty quick, dude. Everyone's ready for Black Superman. That's Thursday, uh, August second or first, right? Yeah, uh, I got my Lion King tickets. I got my Hobbs and Shaw tickets. I'm waiting right now 
for my Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood tickets. Mm. Is he going to do a 70 millimeter of that one too? I don't know. I have no idea. Hopefully he does something cool with it, but probably I'd come not. up to the bay to see that. So let me know if it uh, if he is doing a 70 millimeter of it. But the only thing is, is fucking Lion King is taking up all the goddamn screens. And Disney has like a contract to be in two screens at once. Or to be like, oh, IMAX for two weeks. So yeah. any special screening of that movie is going to be after Lion King gets out of the theater. And you have fucking Spider-Man, which is only yep. in its like fourth week. Yeah, but he'll do something. I mean, he did. He's done that with pretty much every movie, one way or another. Well, the road show was cool with the last one, uh, Hateful Eight, and then I got. I still have like four brochures. I know. I got one right over here. I took a bunch of them. I know you did. And then, uh, <laughs> and then they have. And was all. Why are you taking so many? I'm like, why not? Everyone has one already. They've and, probably printed a million of them too. Yeah. She's like, oh, there's only certain numbers. I'm like, whatever. And then, um, yeah, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's going to be, that's my most anticipated movie of the year, period. More than Star Wars. It's this movie. Then after the movie's done, then Star Wars. But, yeah, it's just these two movies. That's it. Or no, uh. Now here we go, boom. Bam. We got some Dance With Me on Annabelle soundtrack. Yeah, so Annabelle, guys. Uh, I'll rate it later. Uh, maybe I'll rate it now. Should I rate it now? You've mentioned it like 15 times. Annabelle, Probably. Annabelle, <clears throat> Annabelle. Another creepy doll movie, huh? Okay, here we go. Let's do it, guys. And her, and her friend unknowingly awaken an evil spirit trapped inside a door. This is Annabelle. Okay, Annabelle. It's alright. And we're done. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> Okay, so it's creepy. It has like jump scares like normal, but it has a good vibe to it for a horror movie. Uh, basically, the, the kids, oh, one of the girls' father recently dies, so she wants to try to visit her dad, her dead dad. And she knows the Warrens are well, the friend of the babysitter who's watching them while the Warrens are away. And Lorraine Warren died this year. Yep. So her spirit was all over the movie. No. So then, so she's on the other side right now, man. So she might be sitting in one of these chairs here. 
It's all real. <clears throat> yeah. And so all the stuff. So basically it was a franchise builder. They're just like, okay, here's the fairy man. Okay, everything she touches turned into like was awoken, right? When she went downstairs, she goes there to try to. Uh, it's a friend of the babysitters watching them while they're gone, watching the, the Lorraine or the Warren's daughter while they're out of town. Finds the key, gets down into the fucking creepy basement where they have all. I wouldn't even go down there where they have the creepy doll in there. Uh-huh. It opens with them grabbing the doll. And putting it in a glass case surrounded... It's like a religious glass case. It's like whole, It's like blessed glass or whatever, so it can't get out. Jesus uh, glass! Yeah. It's the glass Jesus snorts coke off of. <laughs> so Some holy powder. <laughs> yeah, holy powder glass. <laughs> and then they have... So, so, yeah, so that thing's in there. And then it's like, oh, do not open under any... Oh, what am I going to do? Boom, open up the doll. Bam, and that doll possesses everything in the room. So the fairy man, that's a fucking, that's a spinoff. The wedding dress, anyone who wears it turns into a murderer. Um, mm. And there's this television that she watches, and it and it predicts, you know, the first, the, like, 30 seconds into the future when you're watching it. Mm. And it shows, like, stuff falling in the background behind her. <laughs> yeah, and then it shows, uh, it shows her with a bloody face and everything. That's crazy. That's hmm. some cool little shocks. There's uh, the chicks are just wearing uh, sweater chests. I mean, just just huge chesticles in these tight '70s sweaters. Okay. It's all set in the '70s. Okay. You know. Uh, let me see. Uh, who's it starring? Okay, Vera Formiga, Patrick Wilson, McKenna Grace, uh, Madison Ellsman, and Katie Safari. They had the chesticles. Got born in 1997. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So, yeah, so these chicks are running around, like, with tight sweaters. Like, what's going on? What? It's like, come on, director. We know what you're doing. Um, Gary Doberman. <coughs> Uh, let's see. He was a writer on It. Uh, he wrote a writer on The Nun. He wrote Annabelle. Um, uh, creator of The Swamp Thing in 2019. Uh, show that lasted all of like four episodes on air. Yeah, it just uh, they couldn't afford it. They just went bankrupt. Uh, let's see. I think that was it. So yeah, Annabelle guys. Uh, creepy doll, lots of jump scares, you know, cool 70s atmosphere. You know, at one point they're watching, um, fuck, who's on the show? They have, oh, uh, Bill Bigsby, you know, whatever, remember the TV shows he was on before. Uh, I forget, yeah, they're watching some trippy TV shows, man. Bill Bigsby? Like yeah. the Hulk? Yeah. When he was on, like, uh, um, Blazing, not Blazing Saddle, the uh, uh, Bonanza. Oh, right. <laughs> Bonanza, that's a classic, guys. Deficit TV show of the week, Bonanza. No. That's I'm a not horrible writing show. it down. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, where's my goddamn rating for this piece of shit? Okay, so, Annabelle, three to five eye holes, three to five ear holes, three to five sweater chests. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Three out of five possessed dolls. Or sweater chests. <laughs> sweater chest. You gotta watch it, man. What? That's getting into Epstein territory. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, they're not underage. They're not underage. They're Come on. Ninety-seven, but you're getting awful close. You're oh, like please. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going like, oh, young wet pussies. No, I know. You know, sweater chests, guys. You'll know. Um, what I, you know. You'll know exactly what I mean. And it's weird. They don't change their clothes at all. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these kids? From the it, day before to the next day. Well, if they're being chased around by a demon-possessed doll, then maybe they don't have time? I don't know. That's weird. Sweater chest, guys. But uh, it has a creepy atmosphere to it, man. I liked it. Hmm. Okay. Um, it was a lot better than like The Nun or anything like that. They knew exactly what was going to happen, but they set it up well. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, check it out, guys. Well, it's already, it's gonna be on VOD in two weeks, so. Before right. September. It'll be on VOD way before October, I'll bet you that. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. That's where it's gonna make all its money anyway. Especially if it came out this week, when Spider-Man did. Okay, let's do your, um, uh, Spider-Verse. Mm. <clears throat> I really like this movie. I don't know. It was Spider-Man. Well, yeah. I'm not going to do all of your uh, I'll do I'll do it for you. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse skips review. Cuz that's what my review needs. <laughs> no, it was a good flick. I mean, it was well done. It was fantastically animated. Um the voice actors were spot on. They fit the characters really well. Uh, I don't know. The story was fairly stock and trade for a comic book movie called Into the Spider-Verse, but it was a fun take on the multiverse idea. Yeah. The fact that they brought in Spider-Pig and, <laughs> and Spider-Man Noir, you know, like some of the weirder Spider-Mans that have cropped up over the years. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so... I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, so it's on Netflix now if you want to go watch it and you uh, haven't yet. But um, I'd give that a solid four out of five uh, Peter Porkers. Yeah, uh, that movie came out like exactly around the time my dad died. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Every time they would, did the Stan Lee thing, I was just bawling. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Jesus. And they went to, uh, and they and every time I was bawling, every time they went to Spider-Man's grave. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, yeah, I mean, I I definitely got misty eyed at the Stanley tribute in there. It was really well done. Yeah, yeah I was just bawling throughout them. <laughs> I went and saw it like three times, dude. Every time. Here we go. This is the best song of the soundtrack, guys. Of uh, this is when he finds his powers. And he's floating around. He has made his new suit, and he's get, he's cruising to uh, meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, the the uh, that on the big screen I saw it in 3D. Saw it in Prime. No, I didn't. Did, yeah, I think I saw it in Prime. Yeah, did I? I forget. Hmm. Well, but, regardless. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the artwork or the the way it was. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That opinion is <clears throat> retarded. Well, a lot of people like they're all. Is this supposed to be 3D? Some people are like. 
Was I supposed to have 3D glasses for this? Oh it's like, no, it was just using that color palette, sort of, you know? Yeah. For certain effects, they did it really well, and it did look quite detailed 3D, but without the glasses. So kudos to them for kick-ass animation. Yeah, and they've Sony's already patented that animation stuff. Oh, why not? <clears throat> like, this is eyes. Well, no, seriously. I mean, Pixar's got theirs, right? I mean, you could tell a Pixar movie just by how it's animated. Yeah, but uh, I hope every movie of theirs isn't animated like that. Well, like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have all the trippy, weird, fucking multiverse kind of... Dude, that movie, like, were you, ri- yeah, were you ripped watching that movie? That movie, like, when you're stoned, it's like, whoa. Yeah, no, I ate a 100 milligram whoa. edible, and I was puffing on my vape pen fucking the whole movie. I was yeah. super... <clears throat> and it yeah. was great. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie, man. Four out of five. Yeah. Yeah, four out of five what? Where'd Peter Porkers. Peter Porkers. <laughs> okay, before we take a break, I'll do um, Big Little Lies. It's all right. Uh, I think it's like five. The fifth episode of Big Little Lies. A bunch of yuppies. Uh, Meryl Streep is still accusing them with their fake teeth of killing his son. Her son. Done. Uh, the kids have now teamed up. The rape child and the two original kids. They know each other now. Because uh, one of the, the... Nicole Kidman's husband raped this lady. And they met her later. And that kid is, mm. his, is the rape son. Wow. And so the, the, all three of them are going to the same school now. No, that's got to be comfy. All the, well, all the kids know each other now. The moms are cool with it. And now at school, though, all the kids are like, oh, are you, are your mom got raped. You're that rape baby. You know what I mean? Like kids. It's yeah. like Jesus. Just being shitheads. Yeah, it's being dicks, man. Yeah, I was called like nigger and spick, you know. But yeah, so just kids being dicks. And then the other two brothers come up and they're like, what the fuck, man? That's our brother. And they all three just beat the shit out of this bully. Oh, well, cool. Uh, but they get the anger issues because they watch her mom get beat. You know what I mean? The dad used to beat the mom all the time in front of the kids. Oh, dude. So like, it's a really fucking happy show is what you're telling oh, me. Oh, it's a great show. Man. It's a family show. Yeah, really. Watch it with your kids, everybody. Oh, yeah, watch it with your kids. Watch a cold <laughs> Kidman get choke fucked by fucking a vampire man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Eric from uh, True Blood. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's the husband, or was the husband. Mm-hmm. He's still in flashback, so he's still in the show. Right. But he's his flashback man. Right, right, right. Okay. So <laughs> I give it a three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five child beatdowns for uh, Big Little Lies, guys. Uh, Big Little Lies, if you're not watching it, it's a good show, it's on HBO. Uh, another one, real quick, uh, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is uh, basically a bunch of kids, you know, getting high on Molly and fucking around, and other girls dry humping a um, a uh, a, a, ca- a carousel uh, horse in front of all these parents <laughs> while really? she's on Molly. <clears throat> Uh, another dad confronts her, confronts his, uh, his, one of his victims 
that he picked up on the internet and sodomized in a hotel room. But he's like the chili cook-off king of this fair. <laughs> Another great show, guys. Another family f- uh, favorite. Euphoria. Starring uh, Zendaya from Spider-Man fame. So she's getting fucked up making out with chicks. MJ, huh? MJ is. Uh, she's a uh, recovering drug addict. So I give that one three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five chili cook-offs. <laughs> For a... God, dude, that fucking show, man, is insane. Just for what it is. But they, tr- I think they're trying to be insane. You know, it's more of a... Um, uh, what's it called? Like a shock can- value. Right. <clears throat> they're reaching for it. Like, oh, see? Here, see what we can do. Look at this. We're pushing. We're pushing the boundaries, guys. Mm-hmm. What will you let us get away with? Pushing the boundaries. It's like, eh, whatever. Nothing's that <laughs> shocking anymore. Especially if this was like, if the internet didn't exist and all you saw was this, you'd be like, oh my God. And now the internet exists. People are like, whatever. It's nothing. I watched five beheading videos and nine dogs getting shot in the face, you know, uh, like three hours ago. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's like so much more traumatizing shit out there. Like real shit? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, People are kids are it's kid, the death kind of stuff. Yeah, like kids are watching people OD on drugs. They're watching, you know, just gnarly shit all over the internet all the time, right? You know, most kids that are like ages like seventeen to twenty five have seen just so much porn. You know what I mean? It's just like Jesus Christ. They've seen more porn in like they've seen like probably five lifetimes of porn. Well, for us, sure, because. Porn was hard to come by when we well, were. Well, with kids. us, we're just like, huh? Whoa, there's some. Yeah. Download is a. And then, um, the, I don't know, man. I don't know what my point was. <laughs> kids download. It was porn. something like, uh, grumpy, grumpy old man, get off my lawn. No, it wasn't that. I know. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out the difference. No, oh, yeah. God damn it. What was it? Oh, well, whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Paul Rudd's going to be in Ghostbusters in 2020. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was a while ago, guys. And, uh, oh. If Spider-Man doesn't make a billion dollars, Sony's going to break free of the Marvel deal. Really? When that means Marvel would get Spider-Man and all of it's like, the... Like it's not going to make a billion dollars? Come on, guys. Let's try to beat Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> You I don't know. fucking this was, nerds. What? This was a middle Spider-Man movie. Like, you know, it was good, but um, it's not the end of the Avengers arc. No, no, but it'll, a billion dollars is a commonplace for these Marvel movies. Mm, One billion. Because yeah, it's bill. already made 580 million worldwide. Mm, yeah. It can okay. easily push a billion. Yeah, if you go worldwide, sure. Yeah, I that's think. what I mean, worldwide. Gotcha. People are saying it bombed domestically, but I don't see that. Yeah, it, really. It I, only made ninety-five million. That's not a bomb. Well, the other ones have made a hundred million. 
Right. So five million off, it's still not a bomb. Well, I it's don't not know. like it was fucking any of the DC movies. If it doesn't do better than the previous movie, it's a bomb. That's <laughs> well, how that's how people look at it. But that's short sighted when you're talking about Avengers Endgame. You know, well they're not considering well, Avengers they're not comparing to Avengers Endgame. Just any Marvel movie like um uh, like Thor Ragnarok was way better than Thor Dark World and that made a lot more money. Well yeah. You know, and that's a middle movie. Agreed. And I'm just, my only point is, at least domestically, I don't think it's surprising to have Spider-Man Far From Home be less than Avengers Endgame. I think we'll make more this weekend. I think people are away. Well, and there was Toy Story Uh, 4 also. That came out the week before. Doesn't matter. Uh, No families go see Toy Story 4. Well, let's do a double feature. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Come on, guys. Uh, that's what I did with Spider-Man. Well, I did. Okay, but you're an adult. I can't imagine a uh, nine-year-old sitting still for fucking five hours. <laughs> well, I did. Um, I did. Uh, well, before I did. Um, uh, Spider-Man six forty. No, Spider-Man three fifty p.m. in the afternoon, and then I went right into Midsomner at seven ten. Mm. Had like forty-five minute window. Grabbed something to eat. And walked right down the hallway. That's the way to do it. Dude. <laughs> when you're an adult and you don't have any other things to be doing, sure. Yeah, I got home by 10 p.m. Because I went to a normal 7 p.m. movie, so. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that was the way to do it. M didn't come with me. She didn't want to see the horror movie. But yeah, that was a great uh, last Thursday night. With, uh, with a double feature. I'd do that more often if there are more cool movies. Right. Well, in summertime, there's a lot, so maybe you'll get a couple more weekends in like that before fall hits. Well, I did that with uh, Captain Marvel and Climax. I did a double feature. I did IMAX, Captain Marvel, and then walked down the hallway to uh, Climax. Remember, we had Captain Climax. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of our best titles. I'm sorry. It really is. It is. Like that, that has to become a porn, right? I, come on. Oh yeah, we patent the. Sh- we should patent that name. Let's trademark that shit. Yeah, because by the time the next like Captain uh, Avengers and all that stuff comes around, I'm sure it's a porno name uh, for probably some dude. Well, okay, so this is kind of awesome, dude. I typed in Captain Climax, and we're the second hit on Google. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first one? Esteem community <laughs> of what? I don't even want to know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Steam, so it's video games and shit. Okay, we're, we're the Their, second the hit. The description of the Steam community is: gather round and hear the sordid and ghostly tale of Captain Climax, the salty strangler. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, so we might get some overflow from those people. Yeah, maybe. Like, oh, what's this? Captain Climax. Oh, well, they made a podcast about it? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't it. So I'm sure we got a bunch of hits from those guys. Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, I'll how many you. people are actually Googling Captain Climax? Nobody. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah, but our SoundCloud link is the second hit. Yeah, that's how you stay underground, guys. No titles that will link to anything out there or that will link to anything that 
you really want to be Googling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want titles that are, are unique to the show. You don't want, hey, unless you want a lot of hits, guys, which a lot of people do. But I think they'll, st- they'll try to ban us if they come onto the show and be like, oh, you know, like all the normies will come on. And they'll be like, oh, what's this? Attention deficit order. Oh, my son has attention deficit order. Right. Oh, they must be positive. Oh, it's a pot leaf. They must be talking about the uh, uses of marijuana and how it affects attention deficit order. Or disorder. Uh, That should be awesome. Spin doctors. Let's go smoke some pot. 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 Spin doctors. Yeah, there's a name you don't hear too much anymore, huh? <laughs> Edie Brokell and the New Bohemians. <laughs> They are called Bohemians. Yeah. Everybody solo! She, she, um... She, uh... Okay, what are they doing here? All soloing at the same time. Well, there's supposed to be some words here, but I forgot them because I smoked too much pot. I went to Lollapalooza and everybody out there was smoking pot. I saw Blind Melon and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam and Widespread Panic. Blind Melon, that guy's dead. I know, it's just hilarious. They just timestamp all their music. It's hilarious, dude. Timestamp music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty funny. We're smoking pot, guys. Uh, what were we smoking? Speaking of smoking pot, mm. uh, did you get anything oh. new recently or no? Well, I was actually smoking flour tonight. Uh, this is... Uh, fuck. This one is Tangy, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. The label... I forgot to label them when I put them in the jars. Oh, so, <clears throat> anywho, um, yeah, I was, I was smoking some tangy tonight, and then I've got a Jack Herrera uh, vape pen cartridge I've been using a bit of. Nice. Yep. I've been using it. So I still have my uh, 95% distillate. It's like a powder. And then I have uh, 89% wax of, uh, I get some, not sour, a banana, Chiquita banana wax. And then I have a uh, syringe of 95% oil. So I'm doing like these double deckers. Or no, triple deckers. So while 
uh, get a dab of wax, and then I'll dip it in the powder so it's surrounded by the powder. And then I'll put like the, a dab of uh, of the oil on top of it. So it's a triple decker, guys. All right. So you need to YouTube that shit and name it fucking Chris's crack or some shit. And I'm, fuck. Sure, I'm sure people, everyone does it, but Do yeah, because I've not seen that before. <laughs> really? you know, I know moon rocks. I know fucking dip joints. Fucking. Let me but, see. I took a picture of it. Let me see. Here it is. I'll send it to you right now. Okay, it looks like a piece of poo. With um, okay, skip, skip. Okay, there we go. And send it to you now. There you go. So, so that powder you see is the distillate. That's ninety-five percent pure. So you dip, dude. You know what it looks like? Huh? It looks like uh, like a mini donut. You know, like a powdered sugar outside donut with uh-huh. like a little dollop of honey on top. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So call them powdered donuts. Powdered donuts, guys. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you could totally do fucking post that to fucking Twitter so people can see. All right. <clears throat> powdered donuts, folks. It's the new rage in hippie hipster pot fucking smoking (laughs) (laughs) hipster pot smoker dude i'm a total hipster pot smoker yeah you've got a neck beard and a scarf on right now yeah yeah most like it looks like cocaine but it's just it's distillate so that is like the purest form i guess i don't know yeah it's like a powder like they extract every drop of moisture and it's just like the terpenes and crystals right yeah i mean that's all it's strong it's ninety five point ninety five percent pure. Pure. So that's purple jack. Ninety five. Ridiculous is what that is. Ninety five point ninety. That's what it says on it. Mm-hmm. Ninety five point ninety five percent pure, and then you got eighty five percent wax with like a ninety eight ninety four percent oil or. A, One of those would knock me on my ass for like half a day, probably. Yeah. So that's what I've been smoking, guys. So I smoked one of those. Uh huh. And I'm not saying I wouldn't take a hit of one, but yeah, fuck. <laughs> that, that's intense. Yeah. <clears throat> I took one before the podcast, so I'm doing pretty good. But see, I'll take one or two hits for the whole night, and that'll be it. Well, yeah, because you're you getting know. like a ridiculous <laughs> C in each hit, you know. And like my vape pen's 85% THC, but it doesn't all burn. The same way that a fucking dab rig does. No, 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 no. And, and I, so, you know, but like three or four hits keeps me pretty good for most of the night. Like good fucking lung fillers. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay, hold on. Where did I go? Oh. So, yeah, so I'm smoking that and I was smoking the, I bought, so I went up to the Barbary Coast when I went and saw IMAX Spider-Man. Three, of course. 3D. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, uh. So uh, M went with me, so she got to check it out and see what it was like. She liked it. She thought it was really clean. You know, well, like, uh, what is it? Well run. It's not like shady with people sitting there with guns and shit. <clears throat> you know, right. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So you walk right in. And she said uh, that the guy at the desk is like, oh, is this your first time here? She's like, yeah. 
And she's like, oh, do you want a tour? And she's like, I'm with him. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it then. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) So they all know me now there. Well, there you go. So that's good. Because they look at my, because every time they check me with my ID, they're, oh, this guy's been here like 15, 20 times. Right, because they track it. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. this motherfucker's been here. Every weekend for the last four months. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, security's just a bunch of big brothers just sitting there. You know, just waiting for you to start shit. Yeah. You know, just like big dudes. All, they have like two of them. Two at the front door and like, but they're not carrying guns or anything. They're just standing there with black jackets on. Like, they're nice. They're like, hey, what's up? Later. Well, yeah, of course. <clears throat> they're going to be nice until you fucking cause a problem. And then they don't need guns because they're fucking enormous, I'm sure. Yeah, these guys, are like they'll just throw you down. Yeah. I mean, it's the literal move where they just pick you up, carry you out to the fucking street and throw you across it, you know? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're brutal, dude, some of those bodyguards. But, so I go in there, you know, everyone's cool with me. I go up, and I go up to, I, I buy my, um, I bought, like, five pre-rolls, one of those uh, puffs. There are gram joints for eight bucks, and it's high-grade It's high grade flour with um, Maui, uh, Maui Superdog, I think it is. So I went in there, took my dab, and the dabs I have Italian soda was the dab I got from uh, Organic Gardens. I don't know. There's so many fucking places now. So that stuff was good. And then I got, um, so we went in there. I took a couple dab hits off the rig, and there was a couple people there. And then we went into the actual smoking area. Where you sit down, so she got to like experience the whole thing where you sit down and just smoke a joint. Ah. It's it's nice. Oh, I bet. You know, it's nice to uh like have a place. It was super windy. So it's nice to just sit there, smoke a joint. They had like all the TVs going, they had the fucking women's soccer game going and all this other shit going on. So I was like, oh nice. And it wasn't crowded, so they let everyone just chill there. Oh, that's cool. They they weren't timing you because it's a thirty minute time limit if it's full. No, right. Yeah, if they've got people like waiting and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's a cool place, man, the Barbary Coast. You can so that you can only smoke what you buy there. You can't go in there with your own shit. Well, again, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, like at least in the state of California, you can't bring your own booze into a bar. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I mean in, in Texas you can. I've been to uh my uncle used to own a bar outside Houston. And uh, I went there, and you just you can bring in whatever the hell you want. You just have to have it in a pa- brown paper bag, and it has to be side on its side on the bar. Oh, okay. When you're not drinking out of it. On its side. Yeah, it's fucking weird, but that's the rule. It better be on its side, boy. Like, hold yeah, on, hold no. on. I, ju- I just took a sip out of it. Yeah, no, my uncle fucking did that to me. He was like, uh-uh, you can't have it upright. I was like, oh shit, sorry. You know, just like yeah, there's all these weird rules. Are, yeah. Yeah, weird. That's why I don't go anywhere outside of California. <laughs> what are you staring at, boy? Don't get me wrong. I mean, they had like four dartboards and six pool tables in there. And uh, what you can was there everybody? Like, tons of people with their bags on their sides. Yeah, a bunch of people brought in their own shit. A bunch of people were buying from the bar. Um, weird. You know, he served food. He like smoked chicken wings and all types of shit. And I'm sure we. Oh, that's a weird man. No, it was awesome. It was uh, a big, giant, fucking steel barn-looking kind of building. Um, and 
on the long side of the building, there were two 20, 25 foot long roll up doors. So at night they would just roll all the doors up and there were fans to keep the bugs from flying into the bar, you know, over all those openings. But, um, yeah, you just sit there and drink all fucking night. Jesus. It was awesome. So you can't do that at these bars yet. No. And you're never going to. I mean, California doesn't allow you to bring your own booze into a bar. Well, not bring your own booze, but I'm just hang, like saying or hanging out like hanging out at a weed bar, just smoking weed like you would at a regular bar, you know, where they serve you food, where, you know, you can oh, smoke right. weed, they can serve you food, uh, you know. It's probably because of the smoke, right? Why? I mean, there's... Well, uh, servers, uh, waitresses and waiters uh, were one of the big reasons why you can't smoke in restaurants in yeah, California. For, for these people, there'd be contact high. You know, well, all, yeah, most people that work there would be stoners. I mean, you'd imagine, right? You would, but there's going to be that one person who's like, no, I don't like weed, but I want to be a fucking waiter at this restaurant for whatever reason. You know, That's there'll true. be someone who sues just because they can. That's true. Or you can only hire pot smokers. We're hiring pot smoking servers. Ah, oh, but then that's discrimination, Chris. Is it? You can't discriminate against <laughs> non-pot smokers. <laughs> but it's the type well, of business it is. Like, I no, wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be hired at like, like as a bartender. I don't drink. Right. You know, and I wouldn't be offended at that. If I went to a bar and go, hey, you have to hire me because I want to try to be a bartender. Do you drink? No. Then why do you want to work in a bar? But that doesn't matter, right? Like that's yeah. not – you have the choice to drink or not. But if you're in a smoking environment, right? Like, yeah, true. Like people who work at tobacco shops, they know what they're getting into. People can light up inside a fucking cigar store. Yeah. Um, because its primary business is selling fucking tobacco. Um. And one of my friend's dads owned a fucking tobacco fucking shop on uh, University Avenue in Palo Alto. And I used to go in there all the time and smoke cigars with him. Um, so it's kind of, you know, the same thing with pot, right? Like, yes, you uh, if you're working in a place like the Barbary Coast where its main business is fucking smoking weed, <laughs> then you know what you're getting into when you apply and you can't complain. Yeah, because there's tons of people and they're smoking weed and they're walking through it. Right. All the people that work there are walking through weed. Of course, and and that's to be expected, just like working in a t- like a cigar store. Yeah. Uh, but being a waiter or a waitress, you don't necessarily, you're not there just to sell weed to smoke in that establishment. You're also serving food, and those people have more not say, but they have more um, reason to complain, I guess. Is the way to put it. I mean, seriously, when when uh, smoking was banned in California inside restaurants in what the ninety seven six somewhere around there, crazy. Uh, yeah. It was it was because servers and you know people that worked in the restaurants were fucking behind that push. That's true. Well, and nurses and doctors, you know, I mean, like a bunch of people, but the. Like the unionized servers and stuff, they were definitely involved. Um, so it, it would – what would work is if you had an outdoor patio area, right? 
Oh, no, that's not going to work. Not in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, maybe on top of a fucking high rise. <laughs> exactly. There's no space. Yeah. <laughs> All the space is indoor. They have a huge space indoors, but... Of course, yeah. But everything's fucking built up and built into each other. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. It's an old yeah. building, so... Unless you got out to, like, fucking, like, the Ocean Beach kind of area in San Francisco... Like have a pier, like uh, have a pier. Ooh, uh, there you go on the piers. Pier thirteen. Yeah, yeah, or you know, for uh, marijuana. Pier, what is it? Pier thirty-two, the one with the big market on it. Um, no, so you have yeah, a pier. Have your own pier. Pier thirteen for marijuana. Pier four twenty, motherfucker. A pier four twenty. Well, <laughs> you do that, but that's too many piers. <laughs> no, just call it pier four twenty. Okay, pier four twenty. And then, yeah, you have all the people go out there. Yeah, no, that would work. Something like that. Because then, you know, there's uh, less direct contact with smoke. It fucking flies off. They need it'd be like a Ghirardelli Square for weed. You know, you just smell weed everywhere. They're making hash and fucking, you know. Like, ooh, let's Actually, go buy bars of hash and let's go. You know? Yeah, right? <laughs> you just have like a fucking hot plate in the middle of the fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be a bunch of hash bars and fucking weed bars. And then, oh, oh, shrooms has become legal now in San Francisco, which will be like in the next year. Oh, well, here we go. already Oakland. That's what I mean. But yeah. in San Francisco, they'll come right over. Like, oh, you want to sample some shrooms? Okay, here we go. Yeah, I really can't wait. I am going to buy some psychedelics when they are fucking available. Yes. Probably shrooms, but maybe, I don't know, a little DMT. We'll see. Is that going to be legal? Well, it comes from a plant. Ayahuasca. Okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get that then. Yeah. I'll, like get, that, I'll all... get like a couple pounds of it and just eat it. <laughs> a couple <laughs> pounds of DMT. <laughs> Jesus. That's a little overkill, Chris. And just eat it. Like, <laughs> Like reenact the fucking uh, pile of coke scene from fucking Scarface. Mm-hmm. There we go. It would be pi- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see that ending really well for you. Yep, we'll just be snorting piles of DMT. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, uh, I'll be. Uh, but yeah, no uh, DMT. Fucking. I'll be uh, dipping my. I'll be dipping my wax in it. Oh, there you, you go. Know? It'll can be, you a, smoke it'll be a qu- Yeah, you could. Oh yeah, you smoke DMT. Oh yeah. It'll be a quadruple. It'll be a quadruple pile, dude. DMT, distill it, then the wax, and then the oil. Uh huh. That's a galactic pattern donut. Yeah. That's just like uh, what? Yeah. No, I've actually never done DMT, but I'm interested. <clears throat> oh, I know people who have. Yeah. And I'm interested also. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely interested. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> If it's fucking available in Oakland and regulated, you know, as weed has become and yeah. safe and everything, then I would give it a, a little dabble. You exactly. Know? Damn. Oh, well, one day. Yep. Speaking of one day, here we go. Sooner rather than later, to be honest. Well, within the next three years, we'll, oh, be, we'll be smoking DMT on the podcast. Oh, God. In the, <laughs> in the next three years, guys. Uh, no, we will not be. We'll be shrooming on the podcast in the next Maybe. three years. Maybe. We can do some light shrooming. Yeah, like a half-eighth kind of thing. Jesus Christ, dude. That's like, <laughs> it's a lot for me. Is it? Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I oh. can't see the keyboard. 
Dude, when I used to fucking shroom, it was always at least an eighth. Well, yeah, but I'm saying for podcasting, you know. It seems appropriate. Uh, I haven't done shrooms in years, so I don't know. Me either. So it's been yeah. like 20 years, but I would do them again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so peyote, mescaline, uh, DMT, fucking. All at once, excuse. Shrooms. Quadruple decker. We'll all be decriminalized in Oakland by the beginning of next year, I believe it is. There we go, guys. Field trip for um, attention deficit order. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a field trip, and we're going to rate all the shops. <laughs> Why don't we just get a bunch of shit and go out to fucking one of the uh, the campgrounds and just drop shrooms and record a podcast? That would be fun. There we go. We can do that, or we can... Um, Go uh, uh, to uh, Machu Picchu and record a podcast out there on trips. That's a long drive, but we could. <laughs> you drive up there? To Machu Picchu? No, you can uh, you you either hike or you can take a fucking train most of the way and then you hike for like half an hour or something. You have to fly. Uh, you have to fly there, right? It's only it's not that far away. Machu Picchu is in Peru. It's uh, far. Well, it's not that far, right? South America? Uh, no, that's probably a 12-hour flight. Oh. <laughs> it's not that far. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I don't know where Machu Picchu is, but yeah, we go there and do some DMT. Well, we'll, go, we'll go to all four corners of the world and do different drugs in each corner. Are you a flat earther? No, but you know what I mean. The four corners of the earth. It's uh, what are they? Corners. You know, you've heard the term four corners <laughs> yeah. of the earth. Jesus no, Christ! I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> I know I'm not a flat earther. Uh, <laughs> the four corners. Uh, I don't know what they are. Or no, we'll just do a Pacific Rim tour. Hey, we'll do oh. Japan, Hawaii. No, you get all that in San Francisco, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, you could. San Francisco and I forget where else. Uh, I forget all the islands off the Pacific Rim. Cusco, that's it. Yeah, so the flight to Cusco, which is the nearest major city in fucking Peru to Machu Picchu, is uh, 14 hours, 45 minutes with two layovers. 14 hours, 40 fucking A. Yeah. (laughs) Two layovers. I want a direct flight, motherfuckers. Yeah, they don't do that. Why? You well, have to get in the shitty do, plane? Really, really stupid expensive. You have to get in the shit plane? It's a meh, 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 meh. Yeah, we used to go to Hawaii. Before we got smart, we would uh, fly into the big island, then take a smaller plane out to the smaller islands. And that's just crazy to those propellered planes. It's a meh, 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 meh. It's, you can do it. Are you flying directly in? To Hawaii? Or, I mean, to uh, uh, where are you going? I'm going to Hawaii, everybody, next week. So I yes. won't be on the podcast. And uh, fuck you, because I'm going to be having fun on the beach. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a direct flight. I'm driving up to the bay and uh, flying out of San Jose to... Um, nice. San Jose is nice. I used to fly out of San Jose all the time. Yeah. No, it's so much better than San Francisco. It is. It's fuck. smaller. I mean, even if there's fog, you can take off. You don't have to fucking wait. Like, fuck SFO. 
everyone yeah. who flies out of SFO is a sucker unless you have absolutely no goddamn choice. Fly out of San Jose or Oakland. Oakland is actually better because it's, dude, no one goes to Oakland. No. It's so easy to get in and out of that place. It's fucking Who's going great. to Oaktown, motherfucker? That's dude, where, I that's fucking where, um, dig it. Yeah, uh, I fly out of either. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You know, San Francisco, San Jose. Again, I mean, if I am in a pinch and I have to fly out of SFO just because of schedule or whatever, I will. But it's a fucking nightmare of an airport. <clears throat> it's it is. Fucking, just the runways, the way those are designed is ridiculous. Uh, San Jose's got like four times the number of runways and they don't have to shut down every time it's foggy. Oh, um, true. So San Jose is the fucking airport to fly out of. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so you're going to, you're flying into, and then... I'm going to Oahu. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great island, man. I like Oahu. Yeah, best part is my sister lives there, so I'm staying at her house while I'm there. So I went to I went to uh, a Christian camp there for like three years. Nice. In a row. Other than the Christian part, it was great. Well, yeah, you're in Hawaii and you're a fucking what, teenager? Yeah, there for like two weeks with uh, a bunch of kids. It was fine. It's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we had Christian camp songs, guys. Those are the best. So, yeah, we had... We it, go, had it starts at Kumbaya and fucking goes from there. Well, no, we had Bible before we ate. We had oh. to go to church and listen to shit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that was my kindergarten to sixth grade. So well, I, I know that's like, you. But I'm saying for me, yeah, not being religious at all, knowing it's a religious camp, I'm like, fuck it. It's in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, what's the downside? <laughs> it's in right. Hawaii. I will fucking just daydream <laughs> for the entire Bible bit. And fucking... Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but it yeah. was just it was there looming. Uh, but I don't know. They still had kids smoking cigarettes and whatever else. But Oh, of course. There's always the bad kids at Christian camp. Kids, with I, was like the, I was the blades. bad kid at Christian camp for many years. Yeah, see? Yeah. Kids with switchblades? Yeah. No. Never a switchblade. Lots of joints and fucking smuggled fucking booze. Oh, really? Everyone would smuggle booze in? Well, I would. And the people I was going with that were my friends would. And the other kids were like, oh, you have marijuana. Oh What's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the 90s, dude. Again, That's like true. Late 80s, early 90s, you know? Yeah, it was hard to be exposed to anything. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well. So they had, um, yeah, so you were smuggling weed to where? Like what camp? Uh, well, not camps, more like church trips, like the churches uh, my mom would take me to were fucking, uh, they, they take their youth group. Uh, oh, okay. One, okay. That makes I sense. went to, uh, Tijuana for fucking two weeks and really? built houses for people who didn't have them. Basically. Oh, really? Well, thank you, gringo. Well, yeah. I mean, I was on meth and fucking stoned <laughs> out of my head, but here's it was some fun. firecrackers. Yeah. Yeah. payment. It was fun. Um, There's two tickets then, to a donkey show. Yeah. No, I didn't get offered the donkey show. Actually, it wasn't Tijuana. I misspoke. It was Mexico. Now that oh. <laughs> Never mind. Here's a buzz. Yeah. Here, here's some Montezuma's revenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you want to uh, drink my slushy? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, 
Uh, and then uh, another year was out to Newport Beach, staying right on the beach for fuck like six, seven days, something like that. Where is that? Where, where is it? Southern California? Newport, yeah, Newport Beach is uh, like super ritzy, fucking coastal town, uh, a little bit south of LA in uh, in Southern California. I've only been like San Diego down there. Okay, yeah. So Newport Beach is like a if you took Aptos. In the Santa Cruz area, and sorry, folks, we're getting really local and stuff. But if you took Aptos and turned the snobby and the wealth up by about ten times, oh Jesus, you've got Newport Beach. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> but it the beach is amazing. Like the house we were staying on, there was a little concrete path, and then there was sand for about maybe 150 yards, uh-huh. and then water. So you could literally wake up in the morning slip on your fucking skivvies and fucking run out and jump in the water. Oh, nice. What I did for like a week, except for the stupid activities they had us go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, there I was smoking joints on the beach the entire day and fucking, yeah. That's nice, man. Finding hobos to tap for fucking 40s, stuff like that. Oh, hey, you mm-hmm. want some? I want to get you some alcoholic kids. Yep. You buy them a 40, they buy you some. It works out. Oh, please do, Mr. Hobo. Buy me a 40. I, I, we, uh, well, yeah, we'd tap shoulders for alcohol. Yeah, it'd be all homeless people. They could either get the change or grab two beers out of the 12 pack. I was friends with every single homeless guy in our fucking hometown. And every single fucking drunk, that vagrant type guy that just hung around because I'd give them cigarettes and I'd buy them beers and they in turn would buy me beer or booze whenever I needed it. Yeah. 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 When they used to all live around the train tracks. Exactly. But yeah, that was where, that's where all the kids go. They just go, Hey, buy some beer. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. It worked out well. It did. And then, (laughs) and then you can't live by the train tracks anymore. Damn it. Well, now they're fucking turning those, old houses by the train tracks into fucking like $4 million condominiums. Oh, well, no, that's the, um, yeah, they're doing that where the car wash used to be in Foster's freeze, but they're also doing that where all the, uh, car dealerships used to be. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Speaking of car dealerships, guys, uh, oh man, that was my segue. I didn't have it. And you broke it. <clears throat> I broke it. Damn it. You broke it. Oh, should we play. rate uh, Spider-Man now or later? We can do it now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go, guys. Ready? Spider-Man! Far from home! Uh, Spider-Man! Far from home! Uh, he's a little tight around the web shooter. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Almost got hit in a little web shooter. Spider-Man. Uh, he was going to be here. But he, uh, I, I think he's busy. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so. So Spider-Man Far From Home. What did you think, guys? What did you think? Spider-Man. Are you asking the listeners or me? Uh, well, I'm asking you first because I'll give you my opinion. 
Yeah. After. So I quite like Tom Holland. Uh, well, casting all around in this movie is great. Zendaya is fucking MJ. Uh, Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. Fucking uh, Tom Holland is Peter Parker. That's all fucking really, really well done. And Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen a animated or fucking live action depiction of Mysterio before. Um, in any of the Spider-Man TV shows or anything. So I only have the comic books to go on that I read that had Mysterio in them. And he's, I mean, he's in the cartoons. Was he? God. Yeah, yeah, he was in the cartoons a lot. I must have missed those episodes. I didn't watch all of the series, uh, to be honest. But the, Yeah, the Spider-Man... No, no, I'm saying the old Spider-Man cartoons that I used to watch. From the 60s? The 60s ones, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, okay, so, yeah, I've admittedly seen very few of those because they're so fucking terrible. Dude, I grew up on that shit, dude. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. They're horrible, but holy shit, dude. I watched that those Spider-Man animated episodes when I was a kid. It's like the old fucking. Justice League cartoon and the old Batman cartoon. They were so bad. Like, religiously, I watched that shit. No, um, that was not my era, thankfully. I've seen some episodes, and I was like, no, thank you. And it worked, dude, for the time, because he didn't know any better. You know what I mean? Of course. In now, the now comparing it, but yeah, compared to then, you're like, fuck. That yeah. and, like, uh, the old okay. Iron Man's was cool. I don't remember an old Iron Man cartoon until, like, the 90s. Hey, thrill seekers, it's me. Those. Right, and that was in the 90s, wasn't it? No. That was late 80s. Or maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, late 80s, yeah. It had to be, dude. Early 90s, I I remember those. Because I wasn't really watching, like, cartoons at, like, 14 and 15. Yeah. You know, I was doing acid and hardcore drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Still watch cartoons when I was doing acid. Some. I was still, like, you know, rolling off of Scooby-Doo a little bit. Yeah, I watched uh, you know, Yellow Submarine on fucking acid. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't religiously watching cartoons. Like, I would go uh, home and watch the real Ghostbusters all the time. You know, or... That was a fucking great cartoon. Yeah, I would watch that all the time. Like, I wouldn't miss an episode. You know, I stopped doing that. Actually, no, I was still doing that when I was... Because I would go home super baked. Exactly, and watch cartoons. I did the same thing. And get like just make myself not, double cheeseburgers. Just not the fucking sixties uh, fucking era Spider Man. Oh, dude! So, the- from my perspective, the Mysterio in this movie was pretty well done. Like the way he was manipulating everything using the fucking hologram tech and everything. Like that was cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like he's got a, it's like a Hollywood production inside a Hollywood production, which was kind of neat when you think about it. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was a fun movie. There were fucking some laugh out loud moments, um, you know. OK, I'll, let me read the uh, synopsis. Here we go. Following the events of Avengers Endgame 2019, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Spider-Man, far from home. Far from home. Far from home. 
So, what I thought, okay, so, it worked sometimes and it didn't work other times for me, you know? Hmm. Like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I liked the first one a lot better. I think it was written better. See, um, and I feel the exact opposite. I, pref- I, I like this movie better than uh, Homecoming. <clears throat> Homecoming is a great flick. <clears throat> I thought this one, I don't know. And maybe it was sympathizing with the whole fucking, uh, you know, Uncle Ben has died and now he's lost his fucking mentor and father figure, Iron Man, and he's dealing with that shit. Yeah, I saw this movie three times. I saw it once, but I mean, I really did. I enjoyed this more than I did Homecoming. um, uh, It was, I don't know. It was predictable. That was my point. You know what I mean? You already know Mysterio's bad. Uh-oh. Sure. It, I mean, if you know anything about Spider-Man lore at all, you know Mysterio's bad. He's part of the Sinister Six. He's fucking... Well, that's what I mean. So that right there, there's no surprise. The, it, fact, that, the take, fact that there were no real threats in the movie... Except uh, be, for millions of little drone thingies. Yeah, so. but you know. But you know what I mean? Like, like a real, like a, a credible threat, you know? Like the drones, fine. Those are okay. But it was, I don't know. It was a little too easy, you know, for one. Because I didn't get that. I mean, Peter Parker got the shit kicked out of him for a long time. Yeah, he did. But, you know. It wasn't easy. And it took him kind of coming to terms with being in the role he's found himself thrust into that fucking really made him shine towards the, you know, the last act of the movie. Yes, really. like the first hack to the movie was really slow. It wasn't until he got the glasses to where the actual movie picked up. No, that's true. Um that's that was like dra- I was like damn it. You know, it was it was a little draggy. That didn't bother me. And, and and then it picked up. It didn't pick up at all until Mysterio revealed who he was. That's when the movie actually was actually okay, now we're in Spider-Man. Before that was just like, you know, sort of a teeny bopper movie. You know, Ooh. here and there, like a Disney show, sort of, you know, with the romance between the kids. Right. And, but there was a lot of humor and heart in there, and I mean, it's really... It was fine, but it wasn't great. You know, it wasn't like, wow, this is a great movie. It was good. Don't get me wrong. Some of the action was great. Oh, um, yeah. That last the, uh, third movie is fucking fantastic the uh i like the mysterio trip out scene that was the best scene in the movie um but like overall it was just like eh. i don't know it was something missing i don't know hmm. what it was i didn't fe- i didn't feel it the same way uh, i did the first one uh the villain wasn't as good i didn't think he i liked how they did the callback to the kid hmm. from fucking um uh, uh, a Christmas story. No, <laughs> did you you recognize him? That scientist was the kid. That's the kid all grown up. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't. And when you watch it again, you're like, "Oh my god, that is him from a Christmas story." Well, fucking Ralphie. Yeah, that's Ralphie. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great. Uh, no, I, I missed him entirely. But uh, <clears throat> no, I I do agree. And like some of like uh, like the whole bus scene where he's jumping around and like oh look at the goat, you know it was a little like eh all right. 
I do agree that fucking Vulture was a way better villain. Um, it just didn't have the same weight as the other movie for me. And see, I'm Mysterio was not as great, good a villain. I no, I can admit that. But it was a good depiction of Mysterio yeah. from what yeah. I know about the comics. And you know, at the end of the day, I thought there was a lot more. Um, shit, I don't know how best to put it. There was just, I don't know, more feeling to this movie. Like, like again, that whole fucking lost mentor father figure, you know. I didn't feel that. I'm already bored with that. Mm. You know, I am. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Yeah, see, and that didn't, that was not a bother to me. To me, that was that was, a, a, that was like, okay, we get it. You missed Tony Stark. Okay, we get it. Iron Man's in every fucking frame of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like that. You know, get your own movie, Spider-Man. Mornum, <laughs> yes. Mornum, totally, yeah. But don't make it the whole fucking movie. But it's integral you, to the plot. You know what I mean? I mean? Iron Man selected fucking Peter Parker to I know. get fucking access to what's her bucket, the fucking AI. And um, he's got to grow into that fucking ridiculous responsibility, you know? And what does I he? I don't think he's going to. I yeah. think he, by the end of the movie, I felt like he had taken some big steps towards it. But no, he's still fucking like, what, 17? It's it's all about like ter- uh, the movie was more or less him learning his pet Peter Tingle. Yeah. And his other, you know, his other powers. That's what it was. It was like, OK, this is how you learn to use your spider sense. Yeah, it was him maturing. Which and he did call it a little bit. He called it a sixth sense, so almost. <laughs> yeah, well, it's better than Peter Tingle. Well, Peter Tingle was better, and they—I like uh, they Peter show. Peter Tingle was funny. <laughs> they they show Aunt May's ass a lot in this movie. Well, yeah, because Marissa Tomei is pretty goddamn hot, man. So you see her uh, an IMAX ass in 3D. It looks pretty good. Heyo. IMAX 3D, like a hundred foot ass. Yeah, no, I've had a crush on her since Weeds, man. <laughs> uh, she wasn't in Weeds. That's not Weeds. It's not Weeds? No, that's uh, Mary Louise Parker. Oh, fuck. And Weeds. <laughs> I can see I can, I can tell <laughs> I can see that. <clears throat> they, they look like sisters almost. Yeah. Because they're all wafty with the hair and they have the same hair. So, okay, so... I don't know. It was it was good, but like some of the humor didn't really land. I watched mm. it a couple times too, man. I'm like, why isn't this landing with me? Yeah, like, no. God I, damn I had it. laugh out loud moments in the movie. I had chuckle moments. Mm, no, I was I was laughing out loud. Were you like knee slapping? No, not knee slapping. Okay. Just you know, it wasn't good. like that guy in Shaft, like <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> yeah, no, nothing like that. <laughs> But you know, laugh out loud. Yeah. Um, did you like the reveals at the end? That was an interesting. So I saw in the theater. Um, I saw the first uh, uh, post-credit scene. Did you see the second one. Yeah. So I got up and left. Oh no! And I had to get to work. And I found out later. And I watched most of it. Uh, I found a, a YouTube clip that had most of the post-credit trailer, the second one, 
And uh, that was an interesting reveal. Yeah, that's like a big reveal of the whole movie. <laughs> no, it really is. And I wish I'd stayed. And, and that's, um, that pissed me off, too. It's like, come on, you could have tagged that in somewhere else. I, I mean, stupid me, like, it, I should have stayed, because I know better with Marvel. They have fucking post-credit, post-credit scenes, you know, like... Oh, yeah, he's making, that's fucking him making sword, right? Uh, yes. So, exactly. so he's up there making sword with the scrolls, and the scrolls are down on Earth. Yep. You know, being idiots. Yeah. And, like, if you watch it a couple times, he does act stupid. Exactly. And you know, as soon as I saw that post credit scene on YouTube, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Why was Nick Fury acting like a bitch? And that fucking post credit scene explains it. Yeah, why is he acting like a bitch? You, you don't ghost Nick Fury. And yet, throughout the movie... <laughs> and sorry, folks, that's a bit of a spoiler. But you'll find Whatever, out Whatever, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler um, alert, guys. We're spoiling the movie right now. I'll put it in the show notes. Fuck. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So the scrolls. That's fine. You know that was a that was fine that they put that in there. And then, um, so they're not. There is no multiverse. And because Mysterio made all that up. Oh yeah. No, it's all bullshit. Well, he's again. not from a different universe. <laughs> he's there- like. There could very well be a multiverse because that does come into the Marvel comics in uh, X-Men and Doctor Strange and I think Iron Man too. But I well, yeah, there could. I'm sure there is, but they're not from Mysterio. No, Mysterio was all bullshit. Mysterio was closer to Iron Man three's. What's his face? The uh, what? The Mandarin? Yeah, the Mandarin. Yeah, that was a really bad representation of the Mandarin. Well, that's not supposed to be him, though. That's somebody else. The Mandarin hasn't exposed himself yet. Well, that would be cool. I mean, the Mandarin is an iconic Iron Man bad guy. He's awesome. Well, too bad they didn't bring him in. Tony Stark's dead. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) No more Mandarin, guys. Well, we're going to have to wait for a rebooted Iron Man. They'll reboot him. Here he comes, guys. The new Tony Stark. Not my Tony eventually they will oh yeah and and when we're all like in wheelchairs and shit hey they're making a new iron man yeah no i may be wearing a diaper in a wheelchair but i'll fucking go see it you go oh (laughs) i need a change i'm excited for iron man yeah she's gonna be iron oh it's brad pitt's son chad pitt control 20 years ago it's brad pitt's adopted son it's an Maddox. Asian Iron Man. Maddox Pitt is the new Iron Man. Because it'll be so progressive. Right? Like how they're doing like a, a, like a Black Mermaid. You know, everyone's made the jokes, Blacks Can't Swim. And everyone's made the joke, Little Mermaid. Oh my gosh. Right? And, uh... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, you know, to me, it doesn't fucking matter. And, uh, well, I think they're just, I think it, it's a cheap move for Disney just to cash in on what's hip now. You know, blacks are hip. Let's make a hip, uh, uh females are hip. Let's make a female, uh, you know, that's what I think is cheap. They're just going like with the flow of, okay, uh, what's hip now? You know? 
They need to make a. Uh, I think they're gonna remake everything with a different culture now, which is fine. I don't give a shit. But they're just cashing in, you know. Like the wow. Mulan trailer looks horrible. It's also a business decision, and maybe that. I and I can't remember the actress's name, but maybe she was the best person for the role because she could sing, dance, and do whatever she needed to to fit as Ariel. I mean. To me, it doesn't matter. Make a good movie, right? I mean, well, they're just going to remake the movie. That's not even making a movie. It's <laughs> like like the Lion King. It's like doo, 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 doo. they're doing you know? a one to one translation from. Oh, ba- the- that's what they've been doing with all these remakes, pretty but much. No, Jungle Book was fucking quite different. Jungle, <laughs> but Jungle Book was uh, that's different. But and then Lion King's not going to be that different. Same director. Yeah. Well, okay, so what about Dumbo? Dumbo was quite different, wasn't it? Yeah, Dumbo was horrible. I know. But they tried to stretch out a 50-minute movie to, uh, you know, an hour or whatever. Yeah, uh, and... Which was a bad idea. My point is, like, not all of them are direct fucking translations from the animated movie to a live-action or CGI version of the same movie. They do make changes. They do update. They do cut things like the crows from Dumbo (laughs) (laughs) or fucking uh, in Jungle Book, like a whole bunch of that changed. The crows from Jungle Book, they cut them out. The racist, uh, no, vultures. The Beatles vultures, right? They didn't have them. Now whose is yous? We're the racist vultures. Like they had racist people in like every... (laughs) Right? It was Uh, Disney. He was kind of a shitbag. That's Uh, true. It okay, was hold that, on. that era of movies from like the 50s and early 60s. Okay, we'll be right back in a second with the rest of the Spider-Man. Are these guys alive? <laughs> Looking at it now. Uh, yes, they are okay. still active. Oh, okay, cool. This is the parasite. Okay, good. Hold on. Wait, what? Uh, originally from New Jersey, uh, but moved out to Berkeley, and that's where I discovered him. When they went to Berkeley? Yep. So... All right, just a California pop punk band. That yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Check them out. They're on my bucket list for shows. Seeing that they're still active on Wikipedia gives me hope that I will get to see them soon. Oh, nice. Okay, let's get back to Spider-Man. Yes, sir. We're in the, uh, where did my phone go? Uh, oh. Hold on. Let me get my phone. You left it in your car. So I really like this Spider-Man. I think you folks have probably picked up on that. Um, 
villain wasn't the best, but still fun. The CGI fucking of all the weird elemental creatures was really cool. Uh, watching fucking Spider-Man get basically hosed for a while by fucking Mysterio was fun. Yeah, he got the shit kicked out of him by Mysterio. <laughs> really badly. Well, he didn't know what to do. He's like, what? Yeah. I'm punching brick walls. and. Right, yeah. No, that weird fucking trip-out scene was awesome. I yeah, thought that, that was really well done. Very uh, reminiscent of Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, there were some elements of that in there, and certainly elements of Legion, too. I got a big vibe of uh, that TV show, Legion. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, it was good. It wasn't great. Oh, no. It was good. I, I think Into I, the Spider-Verse is still their best Spider-Man movie. Oh, no, I agree, hands down. Abso-fucking-lutely. Let's see. Um, so what do you rate Homecoming? Oh, uh, sorry. Far From Home. Far From? Hold on. Where'd you go? Dude, he just disappeared, folks. Sorry, sorry. You bastard. <laughs> okay. So Fafum, let's see, I rate it, uh, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to fives, uh, bells to the face, or tight around, tight around the web shooters. <laughs> nice. Proof that Spider-Man shoots webs on MJ's back. hey Hello. We're gonna get it in MG's hair. Her hair's really long. Yeah. He'll be shooting webs all over her. Oh, so dear. and then <laughs> Tons of webs. Oh yeah, they're they're dating in real life, so I'm sure he's shooting webs all over. <laughs> so Alright, I'll give it a three and a half out of five fucking uh well, I like no way I give it a three out of oh you give it three and a half out of five? Okay. Yeah, three and a half out of five. Um, oh, Peter Tingles. Peter Tingles, nice. Bananas to the face. <laughs> That's right. He um, Fucking hysterical. They kept calling his fucking spider sense Peter Tingles, and you could just see him cringe every time. That was part of what made me laugh out loud. We weren't knee slapping that. No. It was good. I think they used it a little too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, still like oh, you can use your Peter. It's Peter Tingle. It's the Peter Tingle. You want you want a Peter Tingle? I have to take a Peter Tingle. Yeah, really. Not a Peter Tingle. With all that shit on. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It was still a fun movie. I mean, go watch it. It's a good time. It's one of the better Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Spider-Man in action looked really good. It's the best Spider-Man sophomore movie yet. Uh yeah, people are saying Spider-Man Two is better still, but I didn't the like Spider-Man Two. Yeah, no, not at all. I and like it, this movie way better than Tobey Maguire's second movie. Ta- Tabby Maguire. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, it looked good in 3D IMAX. I bet I saw it in Prime. Oh, nice! How was that? That was pretty damn awesome. How did, um, how did that work? It just 
all of those weird cuts and like special effects moments that Mysterio is throwing at Spider-Man, they sounded pretty goddamn amazing. Yeah. So, so how many seats are in that prime theater? 300? No, no, it's probably. You might've been there when Dan was there. Cause he was going to go see it in prime down there. I just saw it. Um, shit. Last Thursday. What did you think of the seats and everything? Oh, it, this is not a uh, oh. recliner fucking level. Theater. Oh, I mean, I the, seats, it was in... the seats are nice. Um, they're big. The armrests are enormous. Oh, so I thought it was an AMC Prime Theater. No. Oh. Okay. No, it's just a, a, I'm sorry, Dolby fucking Atmos. Dolby Atmos is still good. With the ceiling yeah. with ceiling uh, speakers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that works. Sorry. <clears throat> Long sound system. But, Dude, uh, yeah, what anyway, the fuck? You know, it, it, it was a, a, a good theater. It was probably 200 seats at the most. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. But yeah, it was fun. I did have a, a, a no what a theater fucking uh, watcher moment though. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you know? What happened? Yeah, oh yeah. So uh, I was sitting there getting ready to watch the flick. Um, ladies texting on her phone the first forty minutes of the movie. What? two rows in front of me and she's holding her phone up on her knees so that she can see it really well. And everyone behind her can. Oh my God. What a fucking cunt. Yeah. I was annoyed by that and I wish I had a fucking hoodie so I could block her out a little bit, but I didn't. And, uh, then also a couple came in and sat right behind me. Um, and, Proceeded to talk. The, well, first off, they were ten minutes late to the movie rolling, uh-huh. um, and so they came in, sat down behind me, and proceeded to talk for the next twenty, thirty minutes. I don't know, but they were having this little whispered conversation behind me. Dude, that's where you go. Shut the fuck up. Mm. You know, you I turn was around. high enough that I could tune them out pretty well, but every once in a while, in a quiet moment in the movie, I would hear. Pss, 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 so, uh, yeah, fuck uh, Fresno theater goers. They are, well. That's like most general audiences, man. Yeah. People that come in 10 minutes late, they don't give a fuck anyway. It's like, oh, you came in 10 minutes late, dude. What the fuck's your problem? Uh, I had people doing that for my second showing of Midsomner. You know, they came in 10 minutes late. They're like, what's the point then, you moron? You missed the whole first act of that movie. Right. Or at least a big chunk of the setup. <clears throat> okay, let's do your... Uh, before I rate Midsomner, let's do your... Um, what is it? Your uh, summer... Oh, my Spotify summer rewind list? Yes. Okay, let's just do samples. Just press shuffle. Yeah, I'm just going to roll right through it. Hold on. Multiple times. We'll do 35 shuffles. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this... Uh, <laughs> Let me preface this by just saying that um, I was just figuring out that I was getting a divorce when this uh, mix was basically made. You don't have to preface it. Just play it. For me? Uh-huh. All right, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. It's your, right. it's your soundtrack. Go for it. Yeah. 
So we got uh, cherry popping, cherry popping daddy's Irish whiskey, which I played on the show before. We've got Nation on Fire by the Kings of Nothing. I played that band on the show before. Got Mommy Mommy by Swingin' Utters, and it's not playing for some reason. Uh oh, Swingin' Utters, Mommy Mommy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got Pig's Blood, Escape from the Zoo is the band. I've played these guys on the show before. Like hardcore. What the fuck is going on with my tablet? Fuck you. All right, this is uh, Kala's Caviar, Bagaboo. This is a bunch of white guys pretending to be black guys. And fuck you, Spotify. Hold on. I'm sorry. One sec. Let me just reload the app and see if that helps. should be fine. Yeah. Well, it's annoying. But, yeah, this... uh, (laughs) Listening to this particular mix was interesting. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, I remember all these songs. Yeah, because I was listening to all these songs as I was working through the fact that my marriage was over which is you know fun to relive yeah all right so this is escape from the zoo again let me see if i can get you more than nine seconds because i really like this band escape from the zoo yeah just give it a sec it's a slow did you play them before we play them before okay yeah it's like hardcore folk it's crazy it's like electric mandolin like speed mandolin yep Yep. there's a chick playing mandolin and and she's on some serious drugs dude that's all I know that's fucking fast on a teeny little mandolin yeah Okay, so yeah, Escape from the Zoo, check them out. Um, then Kalis Caviar, slowing it down a little bit. Kalis Caviar, okay. When you were down, I helped you out. Now you reach the top, you This is a good band to be stoned to, dude. And then everyone knows this one, right? Come on now. Little Iggy. Raw power, brother. Oh. Little Captain Beefheart and his magic band. He's dead now, right? Yes, he is. He died a while. <laughs> <laughs> too much uh, beef in his heart. Yeah. He ate too much steak. It was alcohol, actually. But yeah, uh, he, he died. Too much beef eater alcohol. I'm going to let this go to the hook because it gets interesting. Too much beef eater alcohol. Oof, that fucking gin is disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, so check out Captain Beefheart. Love him. And a little gaslight anthem. Thing I read about these guys, and it sounds on point is it's Bruce Springsteen singing in a punk band. Yeah, I, 
Bruce Springsteen in a punk band? Imagine young Bruce Springsteen singing this. And then the tossers. Toss off, mate. Yep. Crazy Chicago fucking folk punk. I believe. I think it's Chicago. But anyway, good drinking music. And you know this one. Yep. This is the old 97's Time Bomb. After you played this song, dude, this was heavily in my rotation. Love these guys. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, it really fucking is. Right. I played these guys on the show before, the Dreadnoughts. This song is The Cruel Wars. Alright, so I'm going to zoom ahead a little bit because it gets interesting. Somewhere. Maybe not this song. <laughs> I'm thinking of a different one, actually. Alright, Little Sublime. There you go. 5446, that's my number. And ball and chain. Do you believe I would take such a day with me and give it to a holy man? I would do that. Too much heroin for this guy. Yeah, unfortunately, Ooh. man. Man. Would have loved to see these guys live. Hmm. You can see the um, you can see the new All Stars. Yeah, that's not the same. The Sublime All Stars. I want to see Bradley leading the show. <clears throat> well, you can see his skeletons. Yeah. All right, everyone knows this song from The Wire. The Wire. Uh huh. Yes. This is the final episode of The Wire, and they sing it a ton of times throughout the se- the series, but. The final episode. God, I haven't seen that show in like five years. I don't remember the final I'll just give it a second. I'm trying to think. But the Pogues, man. You gotta get the Pogues. The Cadillacs that buy the house and the yanks they were within. And a tanker boys they had. Give it a sec. I know it's like over a minute, but whatever. It's about to break. Does it ring a bell now? Yeah, 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 I remember it now. 
And then Bad Religion. They got to be in the mix somewhere. He says, I want to conquer the world. Some VR. Hey, brother, Christian, with your high and mighty Eric. Your acting speaks a lot. I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah. Love this band, man. I've been listening to them for almost 30 years. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> Cosmic Psychos, Down on the Farm. Little Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, what song is it? The uh... Baby Driver. Oh yeah, that's right, Baby Driver. Because that movie's fucking awesome. I added that entire soundtrack to my fucking queue on Spotify. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. It really fucking was. All right, and then we've got some Godless Wicked Creeps. China Chick. bit of psychobilly. I think they're from Britain, but I'm not positive. Everyone knows Op Ivy, right? You fucked better. (laughs) Here we go again. What happened? <laughs> Where'd you go? I forgot to plug in my computer. My laptop almost died. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. <laughs> Little Thin Lizzy. Lynn Thizzy. Yeah, but Where's the boys are back have, in town? Yeah, they, have, they have other songs besides. Where the, the boys fuck are, are the boys are back in town? <laughs> this is dancing in the moonlight, man. When I pass you in the door, I love this song. Well, you took me with a glance. Mm. I should have took. Sorry, I'll listen to that all night. Uh, then Reducers SF, a band from San Francisco, as the SF implies. Uh, this is Wide Eyed Kids. I have played this song on the show before. Uh-uh. And then everyone's favorite. Oh, some slar. Little Angel of Death by Slayer. We got to get go. to the Yeah. I can't even do it justice. <laughs> Go for it, dude. You got it. No. My throat would explode after like the first two seconds. But holy shit. Come on. Rain and Blood, one of the best metal albums ever. <clears throat> All right. A little bit of Rancid. As soon as we get to the fucking song. Now, this is Maxwell Murder. Maxwell Murder. 
Love those bass lines, man. All fucking day. A little bit of Descendants. Statue of Liberty is the song. Milo Goes to College is one of the best fucking punk albums ever. A little more Kings of Nothing. This is uh, Silver City. These guys are fucking great, dude. Mix in the fucking R&B, like the rhythm and blues, <laughs> blues brothers kind of shit. Uh-huh. Upbeat punk. Check them out. Kings of Nothing. Okay. Boston band. Ah, love this song. This is uh, Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. Joe Strummer from The Clash, for those uninitiated. Uh, this song is Coma Girl. I got to see this band live at Shoreline at the Hootenanny. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago on the show. Yeah. But that was a huge thing to cross off my list, man. Can't see The Clash, but I got to see Strummer play. Check him out, Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. Everyone likes Screeching Weasel, right? Reaching Squeezel? Yep. So this is Cool Kids. That's a real cool club, and you're not part of it. So this is like if you took the Ramones and smashed them into the Archie comics. It's the best way to describe this band. Just fun punk rock. Oh, a little more sublime. This is Smoke Two Joints, live at the Palace. This is probably right before Bradley died, because this was recorded in 95. Oh, yeah. A little more rancid, apparently. Civilian Ways. This is a more folky version song by them. Ah, some gift of gab. Uh, some of the people. Oh, yeah. Some walking the walk, some talk, some making it crack, some wait for the outcome, some caught up in thought, some walk, some grabbing the horns of the bull to get it on, some born with a silver spoon, some stalk through a building. Love this guy. Some caught up in more Op Ivy. <laughs> is Unity. <laughs> Dude, come on, I've been listening to Op Ivy as long as I've been listening to Bad Religion. Almost thirty years. I remember when Op Ivy had albums, yeah. Yeah. Little no effects. Kill all the white men. So it starts out like this, and it ends up like this. Kill all the 
no effects. Ah, Reverend Horton Heat, 400 bucks. You know this guy. There's a Gigi Allen. Yep. Allen Gigi. Yo. Singing Carmelita. Okay, three more. What else you got? What's that? Three more. What else you got? Three more. More up Ivy, so we'll skip that one. More <laughs> did fuck. <laughs> Apparently, more kings and nothing. Oh, here you go. Oh, there we go. Party time. Yeah, party time. So this is the Matoid. We've used this song on the show, I don't know how many times. Yeah, Matoid, man. That guy's great. At least four or five times. This guy is... He could be a stand-in for Toby Hooper... Or not Toby Hoover, but whoever it was that was playing fucking uh, Leatherface. Gunnar uh, Hansen? More up, Ivy. Fuck. No, oh, here you go. This is the Aquabats. So, fight song. These are the guys behind Yo Gabba Gabba for those with young kids. <laughs> yeah, Yo Gabba Gabba. They also Gabba. an Aquabats TV show. But they are an incredibly talented band on top of that. All right, let me look at the queue. Instead of just jumping through here, um, blind. Okay. Um, give me three more, Chris. What? Three more songs. Okay, what, what's up? All right. So here's the first. This band is uh, Streetlight Manifesto. One of my favorite bands that I've discovered in the last four or five years. Um, the song is Down, Down, Down to Mephisto's Cafe. I'm going to let it roll for a sec, Chris. There's about 14 changes in this song that completely changes the tenor of it. But it all ties together seamlessly. They will not remember this song. No matter what we do, we'll be wrong. They will not remember this song. No matter what we do, we'll be wrong. Why can't seem to see the deal we're breaking? Sorry. Next band. Uh, this is Leftover Crack. Singer's the same guy as the singer for Escape the Zoo. Uh, oh, yeah. Song is Born to Die, and I have played this on the show before. Born to Before he 
So this is, uh, I forget the singer's name, but he's New York based and he's been there for decades. No, oh, yeah. Um, pretty much anything that he's been in, I fucking really enjoyed. Escape from the Zoo, I played earlier, is one of the bands. Uh, Leftover Crack, Choking Victim, and uh, fuck, what's the other one? He's in some weird, like, almost like honky tonk punk kind of band, like a country punk mix. Um, Anyway, check them all out. They're oh, fucking weird. fantastic. And here's my last song from my last summer. Seems a fitting way to end. So this band is the Controllers. They're from Texas, somewhere, Dallas, Houston, I forget. The song is White Trash Christ. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So this band's only ever made one album, but if you can find it, and it is on Spotify, um, then they are well worth the time to listen and enjoy, because it's just good, old school fucking 80s punk, man. Nice. Yeah, they date themselves quite well, but anyway. So that's some of your summer playlists, guys. Yeah, that's like, I don't know, about a third of it. (laughs) <laughs> Some okay. Before we take a break, I'm gonna do. Uh, I guess I'll do yesterday. Okay. That's a small. What'd you do yesterday? Great guitar requires a great song. So the um, okay, so I do yesterday with uh, what's his name? Yesterday. God damn it! What's his name? Should have been looking it up. All my troubles seem so far <laughs> away. Now it's okay. to go, they're here to stay. Wait, hold on. Okay, there it is. Okay, yesterday, a struggling musician realizes he's the only person on earth who can remember the Beatles after waking up in an alternate timeline where they never existed. This is yesterday. I remember being a trailer for this. Sorry. No, that's fine. Yesterday, guys. Uh, oops. (laughs) So, basically, he's the only one who remembers the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Okay. That he knows of. In the movie. So he has to, he's like, fuck. And he goes into his record collection, looks for the Beatles, nothing exists, looks it up online. It's just Beatles, you know, regular Beatles. Right. Uh, nothing exists. Uh, and certain other stuff don't exist. Coca Cola doesn't exist. Cigarettes don't exist. Um, 
Uh, responsible for cigarettes? No, it's just different stuff. It has nothing to do related well, with it. And sure then um, they don't explain the anything. Multiverse. And then um, oh, Oasis doesn't exist, which is great. Because the Beatles don't exist. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was the funniest part of the movie. Uh, so, so yeah, he finds all this stuff. So now he's frantically trying to remember lyrics to all these songs. You know, he's a, he's a he's a great musician, but he's you know he's like okay. Uh, he has to like boom 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 he's good guitar bits, but he doesn't remember all the lyrics. Well, no, you know when you have to remember them, like you're like uh. So so it goes like a little montage of him trying to remember all his songs. So he has a bunch of them. He starts singing these songs to people, and people are like, "What the fuck? This is amazing!" Right? And so, so he starts becoming popular with the music, to the point to where Ed Sheeran, like, is like, "Wow, you're amazing!" And he's, uh, he's like, "Okay," because he saw he sees him like in a club, you know, playing. He's like, "Okay, let's do a competition. Let's see who can write the best song in ten minutes." <laughs> right. Right. And you come out with like, "Hey Jude" or fucking. No, no, no. He uh, he comes out with this one. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, what, mate? We'll never I don't know if they have his song. But yeah, like, this is a song he wrote in 10 minutes. <laughs> I've seen that road before. Which is good about the song or the movie is you actually hear the lyrics again with the Beatles. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're actually listening to the lyrics because you're stuck listening to them. <laughs> so he's like what the fuck and so like he's just like I'm, I'm a shitty I'm a shitty songwriter like he just loses all self esteem <laughs> he's like what the fuck mate well I mean because like, <laughs> those are like final produ- <clears throat> or production numbers of the Beatles songs it's not like someone sitting down and actually thinking them out no so he's just like okay here's a song and iterating them it's like no this is how you play fucking you know seven days a week or whatever eight days a week dude hilarious you know uh yeah he's he's he actually sounds good at singing the songs he it wasn't like uh like shitty singers um hamish patel no okay i think yeah hamish patel Patel, is that right? Yeah. Okay, Patel. Hamesh Patel. Hamesh Patel. So he's Jack Mack. (laughs) Lily James is L. People didn't like the um, the girl pining for the man in 2019. So she was pining for him. They were friends, but he never saw them more than that. You know what I mean? He did. He had he had low self esteem, so he never saw himself getting any girls or whatever. But uh, let alone this girl was always by his side and always, you know, helping him out and stuff like that. And, like, I guess uh, people didn't like that. Well, the 2019 woman didn't like that. (laughs) She has to be independent and do everything independently now. There's no pining for anybody anymore. 
You know, it's like, that's out of the question. You're your own person, woman. You can't have strong feelings for other people? No, that you can't. Cool. Not not when you're not if you're pining. Not 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 to the modern day woman, dude. If you're pining for a man and your life is on hold waiting for a man, that's called bad screenwriting in the eyes of the twenty nineteen uh perspective, I guess. Not just a woman, just people with this weird warped view now of how women and men should be treated mm-hmm. you know so it's fine dude it's just like an old school like love story to where like the the woman's always liked him blah 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 they get together at the end whoopie do uh, <laughs> uh let's see who else is in it um let's see summer song oh yeah i took my mom my mom loved the movie um, M loved it and M's mom loved it uh, but a lot of people didn't like it it's like whatever it was good because if you like the Beatles dude you're gonna love this movie you know and yeah then, it's a, a really neat idea and it's di- it's directed by Danny Boyle you know he did all the train spotting movies oh, he's done okay, right, right. you know yeah, yeah. he's a weird director hey what sure. I said I knew the name, but I just couldn't place him. But Train Spotting movies. I've seen the first one. Still haven't seen the second one, actually. Hmm. Uh, let's see. They have. Yeah, I think I saw her standing there. It was his first uh, hit, of course, because that was her first hit in the US. <laughs> but you can't sing that song nowadays. You can't talk about 17 year olds. So. <laughs> Not especially in the last couple of days, apparently. So, like, the first song you bust out is Yesterday, right? And that's where people are like, what the fuck? Like, his girlfriend's like, because she's been watching him write his songs forever. You mm-hmm. know, she knows his writing potential. It's not, she's like, yeah, it's good. But he comes really right. like, like, something's different. Yeah, she's like, how much asshole did you do? When did you write that? Like, these chicks are like, their jaws are dropped, you know, and they're singing like yesterday. I think I'll play it and see if they have it. I mean, but imagine, though, like you'd never heard the Beatles before, right? Yeah. I heard the Beatles as a young kid, so I've been listening to them my whole life. But imagine hearing them for the first time and hearing one of their songs from later in their career, like yesterday, that is quite a fucking amazing song, to be perfectly frank. Like... It would be affecting, I imagine. Oh, I see. Okay, he's going to start to Yesterday, sing it. All my troubles seem so far away. Such now a simple, beautiful song. Yeah. Suddenly. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not half the man I used to be. I see gets the end. Okay, right here. After this, they're going, What the fuck? I said, Something wrong now. I long for yesterday. What the hell was that? Yesterday. 
When did you write that? <laughs> I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? The Beatles. The what? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> John, Paul, what? George and Ringo, the Beatles. Okay, so yesterday, what did I read it? Okay, take a break. Um, I read it. Two to five ear holes. Uh, four to five, uh, uh, two out of five eye holes, four to five ear holes, and uh, three out of five bus hits. Someone gets hit by a bus, and that's what happens. He gets hit by a bus. Um, cigarettes don't exist. Oasis doesn't exist. Harry Potter doesn't exist. Uh, I thought that was funny. He's like, you know, Slytherin. They're like, what? <laughs> so you must be in Hogwarts. Like, what? And, uh... How funny would that be? God, there's a um. God, there's another running joke that something doesn't exist, and he keeps saying it, and it's insulting people. I forget what it is, but whatever. That's yesterday, guys. Check it out. Um, it's gonna be out of theaters in five minutes because of all the summer blockbusters. <laughs> Sounds like a cool movie, though. I'll probably watch this when it hits on demand. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It's not. It's not perfect. But the concept is cool, so that's what gets you there. Well, and you get to hear a bunch of Beatles songs. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, and if you like women pining for men, then this could be your movie. If you don't, then you might not like this movie. It's a bear. 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 It's a bear in a cage. In a cage is a bear. What's he? Why do they have him locked inside? It's a bear, 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 it's a bear in a cage. The official Mitsomar Bear in a Cage. Now available on shop.824films.com. Not compatible with other games, including Skin the Fool from A24. So we're just gonna ignore the bed. It's a bear. Okay, here we go, guys. Midsummer. Does Darth Sidious show up in this one too? Nope. Right, here we go. I'm doing gassed. See? That's what I was trying to do, but I couldn't do it as well. But! Okay, Midsomner, guys. A couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. 
which begins as an idyllic retreat, quickly devolves into increasingly violent and bizarre. Or increasingly... (coughs) Increasingly... What I got? Midsummer ritual begins idyllic, devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. This is Midsummer. itself amazing the opening shot of this movie lays out the entire movie for you in like a mural form like Hmm. I'm like okay this is the beginning and end I knew it right off the bat like the beginning is there's a skull snow and a bunch in it like death and there's a chick with uh, something attached to her face and then something, and then the other hose is running to other people. <clears throat> other sh- opening shot of the movie. Spoiler alert, guys. Opening shot of the movie is a sl- is the sister trying to get a hold of her other sister. The uh, the younger sister uh, hooks um uh what? God damn it! Hooks hoses up to the exhaust pipes of the cars, starts them up, tapes shut the doors to the parents' room. And uh, and then attaches a hose to her face with duct tape, so she's just inhaling fucking. And then it just, you know, slow pan through the house, you know, of all of the the dead parents and stuff, while the sisters. So that's what she's dealing with. <clears throat> Opening shot of the movie. Uh, another uh, contender for title shot opener. Uh, right now, High Life I think is still a winner with the falling bodies. But this one was just a long pan out into the snow. And like the title was it was like a huge snowstorm and the title was being mixed in with the snow. It was trippy. Hmm. It was weird. Okay. Like she's crying. It pans out all the way through the window. Huge snowstorm. Because <laughs> she just lost her whole family, right? Her mom, dad, and her sister just all died. Gotcha. So she's like, <laughs> you know, just balling and this is the same chick from fighting with the family um I forget her name that wrestling movie that just came out uh this is I think this is her breakthrough role here uh Florence Pugh Jack Reiner who's in another great movie called uh, Sing Street he's the brother William Jackson Harper he is uh Cheadle from uh Cheedy Sorry, he's uh he's Cheedy from um The Good Place. And then Wilhelm Buck Buck. <laughs> uh and then uh Will Poulter as Mark. Uh and then a couple of other people, Norwegians. But yeah, they get there and it's like what the, it's like a different world, dude. So the premise of the movie is, yeah, they all want to go to a trip. The boyfriend's just like a dick. It's The movie is just... 
It's like a breakup movie. It's a um, God, what am I looking for? That word. It starts with an A. An iconoclast. A iconoclast starts with no, an I. I know, but think... the a a metaphor for a breakup, basically, right? Is that what I'm looking for? So <clears throat> it's okay. like so the events of the movie are describing a breakup between two people. It's a breakup between two people, but done in a weird way. Hmm. Is what it is. It's like these people have been living together for too long, or they have been br- they've been dating for like seven years or something like that. The boyfriend's a dick, so you know stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know. I can't describe it. So the, I'm trying to describe. Let's see. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The influences for this movie were The Wicker Man and the Breakup Film. What's that? I'm just going to do this real quick. And um, let's see. They, they, all the people in the movie theater were into it. It's, it has some violence in it, but it's not over the top. People who aren't exposed to a lot of violent movies like we are, uh, it could be like if you're watching like, yeah, if you're not watching violent movies all the time, this could be very graphic. It's pretty gory. Like, they show, like, so, sorry, I'm all over the place. They have, let's see, so they get there, and they have this ritual every 90 years. The people that bring him there, I think, are sent out to the world for four years. They gather people in. To gather people so there isn't incest within their community. Ooh. Okay. So they sort of hint at all this stuff, right, when they get in there. Like, oh, yeah, you know, this is how it is. Uh, we bring, we have outsiders. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, uh, mi- uh, you know, mix with us so we don't have inbreeding. Uh, we come around every 90 years. I don't know if they live there. And so, and when they get there, they, all there is is singing, like weird, like chanting, you know, like uh, Swedish. The Swedish chef wasn't there, but it was just... Like insane chanting, just the whole time. There, no one shut. Up. Everyone was chanting in the background when they're talking, when they're sing, when they're talking with everybody. Hmm. It was, uh, it was weird. I don't know if they don't have it though. I don't know if they have it. I don't know if they have chorus of the sirens. No, they don't. Yeah, I was, I was, I was looking for it. They should have it on their own. Um, of uh what's it called but so so people are chanting doing weird shit all over the place there's a bear in a cage when they get there all the people are freaking out well they're not freaking out yet they're like oh this is great oh let's learn about their culture and what they're in for and how's it going and and so they have to live there right when they get there they have a bunch of women come up and take all their backpacks Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, that's a good sign. Cell phone's not allowed. Yeah, so they take all their backpacks and everything else, and then they uh, walk them up to where they're sleeping. They're all sleeping in these weird bunk beds. And so he's like, oh, yeah, the elders, uh, we don't live. He's like, like, we have an expiration date of 72 years. 
in our culture. And they're like, oh, really? What happens when you turn 72? They just, like, uh, shun you out. And he goes, like, you know, he does, like, this slit across the throat. Carousel. And, and, he, and he, thinks he's, uh, he thinks he's joking about it. And so, oh, maybe, maybe not. So they're like, okay, cool. So then they get to a ritual part where these two old people walk out. And everyone's silent. It's a huge table. They all, they all, they all sit down when they sit down. They have a huge meal. Then they walk them up to a rock and they each jump off. Damn. Right? After they cut their hands open and they swear, smear them on the rocks. And then it's, it's all in daylight. And so these, the old lady jumps off first, smashes her face. Her face bounces off. Her face is just gone. Flesh is stuck to the rock. It's all slow-mo. It's all yeah. And then the other guy jumps off feet first. Right? Ooh. Boom! Breaks off one of his legs. He's just like, ah! So when That's that a way to go, dive head first. You <laughs> exactly. Land on your head. Exactly. So when that happens, the family has to go up and kill him. Oh. So they have a special his, hammer. His kids and his yeah, his wife kids. and his kids. So they have a special oh. hammer, like a big, huge mallet. You know, and <laughs> like they, a cartoon mallet. Yeah, yeah. It's basically it's a huge car, like huge mallet. They spider, like the like pig would use. I think the wife takes the first shot, boom, smashes the skull, and then it goes down the line. Even though he's dead, they all take shots on his face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, it's like gah, gah. You know, and there's a boom, boom, and I, then and there's got to be blood and brain spraying everywhere. Gross. But while this is going on, all the all the cult members are just are like every time somebody hurts. Or every time, like, when they're having sex, they all chant in unison. Like, this, the, when they're having sex, when this one chick's having an orgasm, they're like, huh, huh, huh. And, like, nine other women are around him naked, chanting this in unison. So, that's a different, that's later on in the movie, but. Uh, that's a little disconcerting. <laughs> I think I'd lose my concentration. No, they, they give him some fucking uh, juice to give him wood so he won't lose his. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Because they know it's going to be such an awkward place. Yeah, seriously, dude. <laughs> uh, what? And so they, uh, so so with the people, they jump off, they smash them with the mallets. But every time when they do it, all the people around them are going, ah, ah, like shaking and almost crying and stuff and and grabbing their heads like they're feeling his pain when oh, he's weird. sitting there, when he's sitting there, like with his leg ripped off. He jumps off, like, just boom, jumps off legs first. <clears throat> just insane. I mean, yeah, to anyone listening out there, don't jump off anything high. Really don't. Call the suicide prevention hotline. But yeah. for purposes of this movie, that's a fucking dumbass idea. That it is. So, let's see. What else did they do in the movie? Yeah, so the bear comes into play. I'm not going to spoil that. Uh, <laughs> There's they, a what they, over there. What they do with the bear. There's <laughs> weird rituals. Uh, one by one, each of them go missing. Uh, of course, as, as in these movies. Um, and they have to elect a queen, the chick who arrives there, of course. You know, they have a weird ritual where they drink this hallucinate, uh, hallucinogenic... Is that the right word? Hallucinogenic, uh, uh, what's it called? Serum. Okay. 
And, and then they have to dance around a pole, and the one who lasts the longest, like standing, is the one who wins. So she wins. And then it's like a weird the stripper pole challenge. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's a it's a weird it's it's weird, man. I told you there are weird movies out this year, and this is one of them. Uh, this is a uh, Midsommar. All right, let me see. It is four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and four to five chant screams. For Midsommar. All right, we'll wrap up in like five minutes here. What else we got? Oh, I got some stuff. <clears throat> um, oh, wait, wait. No, no, hold on. Sorry. I have to cut you off. We have to do Stranger Things. Son of a bitch. Sorry. You watch the whole Stranger Things? Yep. Have to do it real quick. Five minutes on Stranger Things. That's all I'm going to give it. Uh, not good. Really? Not good. You'll, you'll probably like it. You know, just everyone else is fucking jacking off to it hardcore. Oh, this, oh, this is gay. See, it's the best season ever. Yeah. That's all I've seen on Twitter and Facebook and whatever else. No, they're they're fighting Russians in a mall. Okay. They're trying to. I don't know what they're doing. Okay, Russians that are hiding under a mall. Okay, that's very like Disney Channel shit, and. Mm. Like some of like I was getting Disney Channel vibes when they're uh, creeping around and in, in the underground parts, like with the Russians and stuff. It's like they're going up against Russians now. Okay. Uh huh. I don't know. It it just it it didn't work for me. I'm sure a lot of people liked it. It had some fun parts. Uh, some of the '80s stuff was great. They had some good soundtrack, but they were just they were just hammering it down your throat. Like, this is the 80s. Look at this. This is the 80s. Look at the new Coke I'm drinking. You know, I don't know. It was weird. They've almost jumped the shark. Uh Uh-oh. Almost. Well, folks, um, I am almost done with uh, season two of Mr. Robot, and we'll finish season three, and then we'll get to Stranger Things. So, let's see. Uh, Stranger Things season three. Two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, and two out of five Disney vibes, ripped open legs, bad songs thinking they're cool. Two out of five? Really? Two out of five. I fast forwarded through a couple of the parts. Wow. When they were singing a song. The kids were singing a song? Yeah. Who? I'm... mm. (laughs) <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. It's, I mean, without any context or knowing how it fits into the story, that does sound a little cringy to me. L- like, I know Finn, whatever his fucking name really is, uh, Finn Wolfhard or some shit like that, right? Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. He's got a band know. some bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I do plan on watching it. I have loved Stranger Things so far. Yeah, okay, so, alright. So, Stranger Things Season 3, guys. Check it out if you want to. If you've watched the first two, 
I guess watch this one. Uh, Hopper is just a piece of shit. Now, now they want to uh, cut out smoking because he smokes too much. That's the '80s, you idiots. Yeah. Uh, really- stop! Stop putting 2019 values on '80s shows. It's supposed to be in the '80s. People are smoking. He should be slapping his women on the ass. Uh, no, that was pretty much out in the '80s, bud. Slapping women on the ass in business? You know. Unless you were on coke on Wall Street. Well, he's on coke in a small town. No, oh, wow. Well, maybe, maybe he's on coke. I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't know. All right. So who are our friends, guys? Let's get out of here. Oh no 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 no. Hold on. What? I got I got three things I need to talk about. What? You can stick around for him, can't you? What are they? What? Uh, so the first thing is uh, that at the federal level, uh, two Oregon lawmakers introduced a bill to allow states to export cannabis to other states with legal marijuana programs. Uh, so in the Senate, Ron Wyden from Oregon, and in the House, uh, Earl Blumenauer, uh, also from Oregon, uh, introduced legislation called the State Cannabis Commerce Act. So what that would do is allow California to import weed from Oregon if we have a shortage or to export weed to fucking Florida uh, if they had a weed shortage. It would basically allow interstate cannabis commerce, which is illegal right now, right? If you take a fucking joint from California to Arizona... And you can be arrested by a federal agent for transporting drugs across state lines. This particular law would reverse that. Would It would be part of kind of business, right? So if, like Oregon, did you see the news? They have way too much weed. They can't get, sell enough of it. No. Oregon has way too <clears throat> much weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought that up already. Right. So they can't sell all of it in state. They have to right now because that's the federal law. Anyone driving a truck with even an ounce of weed across state lines can go to federal prison. Um, But this bill would reverse that. It would allow someone from Oregon, a farm there, to have a contract with a California dispensary or a Washington dispensary to deliver fucking X number of pounds or tons or whatever um, across state lines. So it, this just came up. Uh, this was June 27th, so mm, about 10 days ago or so. Um, probably won't go anywhere, but I've got my fingers crossed, right? More than 26 states allow uh, either medical or recreational weed of one form or another. So that's more than half Hopefully we can get across that line and and let this happen because that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, So there's that. The cannabis, the Interstate Cannabis Control Act or something like that. Whatever. I'll talk about it more as I see. Um, Okay, so. Wait. Sorry. One more thing. Then you can butt in. (laughs) Um, So Neil Gaiman. Everyone loved Good Omens, right? No. I know. Uh, But most people seem to. Um, So he, Neil Gaiman, the original writer for Sandman, and David Goyer are going to be making a Sandman TV show 
for Netflix. It has been picked up and is in production already. So for those who don't know, Sandman is um, uh, a story that spans many mythologies. Uh, Christian, uh, Norse, fucking uh, Arabic, and then a whole invented uh, mythology that Neil Gaiman came up with where the main character is Dream. And he's in charge of everyone's dreams, basically. But he has siblings, destiny, death, destruction, despair, desire, and delirium. And they're all responsible for certain aspects of our brain. So they all interact. They all are uh, immortal, number one. They've been there since the beginning of the universe. But uh, anyway, it's a fantastic graphic novel. It is... A head scratcher. Uh, it's not linear at all. It is, um, again, it mixes so many mythologies together, it's hard to keep track of them all, but it does so in a way that is fantastic. Like American Gods, but <clears throat> I would say 20 times better. Okay, than, what's, what's so, the third thing? I have, to go, I have to go to bed, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the third thing can wait. I'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Sorry, bud. No, that's cool. I don't have the same early rise as you, so. <laughs> I, I forget it. Um, so, our friends. <clears throat> yeah, who are our friends? Got a ton of them. Uh, but thank you to Dan from Heroes of Noise for pinch hitting for me next week as I am sitting on the beach in Hawaii. That's a surprise. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No one knows about that yet. Well, I'm just kidding. Go, keep going. All the way to the end of our show. Everyone. Okay, go. Who else? Yeah. Well, tweet me if you do. Anyway. Um, so Heroes of Noise podcast, uh, uh, we've got the Horribly Awkward podcast, uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Big Papa podcast, uh, Bold and Belligerent, Ice in the Face, Paint It Black podcast, uh, The Offensive Line, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, go check them out. Uh, Knights of the Turntable are still uh, churning out shows. Those are always fun. Um, who else, Chris? Uh, oh, uh, Fear Cat. Fifth cast. Um, I think that's it. Here's a noise and horribly awkward and horrible gamers. There you go. I didn't say horrible gamers. Oh, Geek Dig. Fuck. My other podcast, folks. You can hear me even more if you listen to Geek Dig. Um, okay, that's it. Bye. Adios. Working for a Cause I'm working for a living. Oh.